This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to fuck with me. Got the police busting at me. But they can't do nothing to me. You know, I don't like the slander that Pac get, dog. It's just not fair. And nobody, even the fans of his music never said it while they was listening to it and jamming to it. Mm-hmm. Somehow, people have come up with the determination that Pac couldn't rap or some shit like that. Uh, I just don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand wild. it. Like Niggas is wild. I, then niggas would tell me Gucci Man is a great rapper. Like I, hey. I just don't understand it. Somebody I ain't gonna say my dog name, but shout out to uh, Gucci man. Yeah, shout out to Gucci. Ain't nothing against Gucci, but yeah. you know. Now one of my niggas, um, and he be saying some shit. I don't know if he trying to be controversial online or if he really feel like this. This nigga swear Birdman was a better rapper than Biggie. He swear by it. Biggie who? <laughs> nigga the notorious. Biggie Fries. <laughs> Christopher Wallace, dog. Like he swear like oh up and fucking down, nigga. We'll argue with and this for years. This ain't new. And I'll be like initials? Nigga, I just I show you Nick Bass, dog, because it's it's such a wild take, but we'll argue you to death about it, dog. I wonder if it's the same nigga unfollow recently. Hey, we'll argue to you to fucking death, but whatever, man. We ain't got time for niggas and they slander. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode two eighty one of this week in culture. I am your host, Antwood, aka Trinidad, and aka one half of the culture, aka the forty god. I don't know why they kept playing with me yesterday. Um, and I got my brother with me, my co-host Jay Johnson. What up? What up, though? Shit, man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture will have of everything was popping this week we bring to you the episode two review of bmf on stars before we get to that i want to thank the listeners thank the supporters thank everybody rocking with us man we got some special content coming up for y'all soon man appreciate everybody I who uh have a new intro <laughs> oh shit what's good <laughs> i'm gonna save it the next week I'm oh, gonna okay save it to- a couple hours from Okay, now. <laughs> okay. All right, we got something new coming for y'all then, man. Um, want to thank everybody who uh, is fucking with us week to week, man. We got the, the threads back popping with the BMF shit, man. We got a lot of um, people hitting us like, yo, nigga, whenever y'all drop that paywall, I'm ready to go, man. And uh, It's going up. It's going the fuck up real soon, man. Um, we was having a, 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 a bit of a meeting, and we were trying to figure out where we want to go. We want to go the Patreon route. We want to go the OnlyFans route. Uh, we want to go 
I don't know, but you know, yeah. one of them is gonna be up yeah. this week. Hey, it's it's definitely something coming this week. We thought that OnlyFans just kind of feels provocative. You know what I'm saying? That feel like some shit niggas might just tune into because y'all don't know what the fuck is happening behind the OnlyFans. But uh, Patreon might line up a little bit better, man. So either way, we're gonna figure something out and get y'all some additional content later in the week, man. Um, before we get to all that though, BMF episode two, man. How you felt about it, dog? Uh, a much better episode, much yeah. more entertaining episode. Number episode one wasn't like bad or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, much more entertaining episode. Um, a lot of jokes to get off <laughs> that was getting off online, but not like because of like yeah. content or writing, just because pops tripping man. <laughs> <laughs> he want me to ask my <laughs> want me to ask for my job back. <laughs> now you know no. I wouldn't trip. <laughs> <laughs> nigga meet you like fuck you nigga <laughs> yo why do you be getting them off on on terry so hard dog you want to get um, t on the show hell yeah you want to go see him today hell yeah you, you, you know where he work at we off let's go i know where he, i know where he be at. where the nigga be at well we can't tell y'all yeah, where the nigga be at but i'm just gonna ask him might so as well, nigga. Pull up and like, hey, what up? Hey, this is what we do. Cause you, we would love for you to come on the show. And let them know we was at the premiere. We was, you know what I'm saying? Like, we been here. We ain't going nowhere. Nah, that'll be fucking late. And um, it'll be dope just to really be able to ask him, like, was why was Meech talking to you like this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody told me yesterday they they had an they had, they dreamed that we, um, and they like they said they saw it him like, being on the show. I for sure could see it. And then I was like. Word. I'm like I, I I just felt like that's possible. We yeah. mentioned it when you yeah. was on when you went to the, the, the to the screening joint. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, we gonna try to make that. Make and that if happen. they wasn't in there, dick rotting so hard, boy, they was sw- he looked so uncomfortable. Like who is all you niggas trying to hug me? But I'm like, man, dog, I would have loved to talk to to him or his people that night. But I'm like, they so on him right now because niggas was fanning out. I'm like, man, I, we definitely need to try to get with him. Shit, try to do what we did with I. With um Flatbush and, and maybe like late season it, you know what I'm saying? As storylines and plots really start developing. Yeah. And that way we can maybe really speak to some of the shit going on versus I hitting that nigga with another interview about them. You I know also what I'm saying? Think that, you know, T just need his own podcast. I mean, he definitely can come get with the fam. I don't know what, you know. I mean, like why not? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. I, mean, I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Uh, I can't say that again. <laughs> I might edit that out. <laughs> he gonna hear that shit like, nigga, what you say? <laughs> Yo, I had a follow up for that, <laughs> but I'm gonna leave that alone, dog. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely think we need to uh, see what we can, what we can chop up with, um, with T and really anybody else on the show, man. I still want to uh, reach out formally to a uh, dog that plays K9 Ryan and um, see if we can get some love over there. It's a couple more uh, actors from episode one who I found on. Yo, K9 looks like Malcolm Jamal Warner. I could not I see that figure because I seen like pre locks. I watched the the Breakfast Club interview. I'm like, yo, why he look? He looked like Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, yeah. K9 is um. So far, we two episodes in, but I I, I like K9's character, dog. Like I really do. He's uh he's playing this role very believable. Like it's it's coming across like nah, dog might really be fucking psychotic. Um, 
I agree with you. I think episode two was a lot better. Um, it flowed better. I thought the dialogue was better. Um, niggas' conversations seemed a lot more natural and less tubeish, um, which, you know, that's that's my fear that I don't want them to go in that direction. Because, you know, when I turn on Tubi, I'm looking for Tubi quality shit. When I turn on stars, I'm looking for uh, a certain type of writing and, and acting. And this episode definitely felt like more of what I wanted. Still some fantastical shit that happened on here. Lamar, looking at you. Um, We're going to talk about that wild little escape in a minute, man. But So, this week in culture, yeah, something came across my timeline in regards to BMF. Okay. And Lil Meech. Okay. Did you hear the controversy? No, what happened? Well, apparently, uh, Lil Meech referred to 50 Cent. As his dad. As his, uh, his second pops. I, I seen that. I did and see that. And then there was a bunch of uh, a conversation uh, that happened afterwards from men. Mm-hmm. And I seen conversations from women saying, why y'all mad? And such and such and such. Y'all just mad because of. Yeah. I'm like, um, and the one of them was, I guess it was, I don't know, roughly like they were like, well, y'all call all y'all homeboys, uh, mothers, ma, and all the other shit. And I'm like, well, I don't relate because I've never called another woman ma. Yeah. I've never called another father, another man pops definitely not um, or dad or pa or, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't even have any fake uncles. Yeah. Um, I don't say people are my cousins when they're not my cousin. Uh, <laughs> That's I, like some black I shit. Guess I guess I, I use the term brother, but like I only got one brother. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? But brother is like I use that instead of saying nigga sometimes. Yeah. Like, but like I don't do the fake family. Uh, so um, I can't, uh, I can't 100% re- I, I understand. I, I get it completely because I've heard yeah. people call other people, "Oh, mine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. I um, I don't call nobody else mom. My um, I might call him auntie. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Uh, even if that's not my real aunt, I don't um, never called another dude my my dad or second dad or anything of the like. But if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I'm also mm-hmm. and I because I did see that online, but I think the reason I ain't kind of catch it right off top when you ask because I ain't know niggas was making that big of a deal out of this man like I I feel like people and again here they go in other people business people tend to think because we know who Lil Meech's dad is that we know their relationship and like we so privy. so it's like how niggas old, is taking it personal how old is Meech 21 22 gotta be how long Big Meech been in prison long time since he was what five six Maybe earlier, maybe a little later. I don't now, know. Granted, how long you didn't know fifty? Man, See, that's what people like. You only known him for like three or four years. Like, why you calling that man pops? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I don't know the relationship they have off screen. Or I have no that. clue. I also know that three or four years on the outside is a different relationship than three or four years with somebody behind that wall. Mm-hmm. And now it's still don't take away who your pops is, but he ain't say this is my dad. Second dad, man, like, I got somebody, because here's the thing, his uncle was away, too, up until two years ago, so that male role model, who knows who was there consistently for him for three, four years straight, like, come on, like, I don't don't know if his mom got a brother, uh, uh, 
her dad, you know what I'm saying? A grandfather for him to really have. Charles was away. Like, it's a lot of men who weren't in his life because of what went down. So, yeah, I could see him developing a good relationship with 50 enough so to where he might feel. And it was a weird thing because then I seen people online trying to, like, explain why 50 is a good second pops for him because he put him in acting school or something of that nature. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, know about well, all that. I don't know. I mean, hi, where's your son? Like, that's not the... <laughs> it's a, I was already there with you. It's a weird bad way niggas is defending like, no, but he is his pops. Because like, that's uh, both of the light-skinned kids that 50 got. <laughs> and my little homie is over there wondering what he did wrong. <laughs> like, Maybe 50 is trying to get it right and like have Meech play him because he couldn't have his son play him. I don't know. Mm. I have Meech play his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, my son's not playing me. Hey, man. Unless Ja Rule started. Ja Rule gonna make a, a 50 cent story and it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> as told by Ja Rule. <laughs> I love that because Jay on bullshit. I love nigga. Let's see what the fuck this nigga talking about. <laughs> Marquise, pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Yo, Jay, calm down. <laughs> But um, yeah, Yo, man. You said that's Eminem's "Lose Yourself." I mean, that's Fifty Cent's "Lose Yourself." See it? I'm like, that's a really good comparison. Yeah. It's like the street version of Mom's Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you been to Mom's Spaghetti? No, I can't wait in line for spaghetti, dog. That line be long as shit. Every time I think about going, I pull up or drive by, and it's like, no, I'm not. It's cold or it's too hot. I'm never waiting in that line. I do want to go though. I'm trying to debate. Do I want it? Do I want to try it? Paying nine dollars for a spaghetti sandwich sounds wild to it's me. A spaghetti sandwich? They got all that shit. Like you can get a sandwich, you can get a plate of spaghetti. No, we got spaghetti at home. <laughs> that's and that's another thing I feel like, bro. Spaghetti ain't no shit I order when I go to a restaurant. Like. Even a nice Italian joint, I still don't be like, oh, let me get spaghetti. Well, they call that shit uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, noodles and salsa, whatever the fuck <laughs> they call that But, um, yeah, man, stay out people business. Let Lil Meech call 50 whatever the fuck he want, nigga. Them checks cashing, nigga. Y'all have fun, dog. Um, he had a weird time, though. You see him in that, that, that little getup he had? He had that bitch in a couple colors, With nigga. Which on Yeah, which colors? Because yeah. I seen it in three different colors. And, matter of fact, I seen four because he wore that to the premiere. It was been a tough all black for a little beach. <laughs> like, it was a online. Yeah, I'm pretty sure man. his life was great last week. You feel me? Because <laughs> he probably had a better time. None of this is going on. A better time than I did last week. <laughs> and I had a cool week. <laughs> Let me say, they talking about me. <laughs> Thought I was having life was good. I mean, I'm sneaking guns on plays. I'm living a life. <laughs> Keep getting off, yo man. YSL must end. <laughs> all right, man. Um, I feel like with a. Shout out to, to Ant and AJ and Kurt. I feel like we talked about all the little random cultural shit yesterday. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, what the fuck else we got to talk about? We um, got a lot of fucking voice notes. We do got some voice notes to get to, including uh, the homies from last week, D. Scott, because he resent that boy in. But we I told him to resend it while he was on the pod, and yeah. I didn't even check the email while he was here. I forgot to. <laughs> well, no, you know what I did? My dumbass looked immediately when you said it or sent him the tweet. And I'm like, he ain't sent that shit that quick, dog. And then I never looked back. So... D. Scott, we about to run your voice note back from last week. Oh, before I get into that, 
Saw two movies last week. Um, went to two different screenings. Um, House Party was the first one uh, for the homie Ashley out in North Carolina, man. Let us know what you thought about that House Party. I know you grabbed those screening tickets. For those who did not get the screening tickets, it's first come, first serve. We're not taking no favorites, so they was already gone. But keep an eye out. North Carolina, Chicago, uh, L.A., North New Carolina. York. Take your shirt off. Wave, <laughs> Wave it like, like a helicopter. helicopter. Like Damn, they probably hate that shit, though. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure. That's, <laughs> that's like, like what niggas say, it's so cold in the D. No, facts. But or, like, it's, that's funny to us, though. <laughs> it be funny, but it's still lame. Yeah. I feel like it's only funny when other well, Detroit say niggas it, say it. Yeah. yeah, when niggas from out of town say it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like when uh, niggas who don't live in Atlanta call it the ATL. Hey, like, God. nigga, like what? Or like... I just call that shit Atlanta. Let's go to the A-Town. <laughs> Peace up. A-Town. Like, what is you talking is this about? 2001? No, nigga. Um, uh, uh, 2001, uh, AT Alien Odyssey. That that Petey Pablo is like, this is how we do it for North Carolinians. <laughs> like, I, I watched a new show last week. Oh, shit. Called Special Ops. Okay. What that's on? Okay. It's a whole bunch. Of, it's like a bunch of celebrities and everything, and they go through some Special Ops training and shit like mm-hmm. that. Uh, Mr. This is how we do it. Montel Jordan's on there. Okay. Dwight Howard's on there. All right. That's Brit- a wild cast off Britney top. Britney Spears' sister is on there. Okay. Didn't even know she had a sister. Uh, yeah, but I, I was looking at her face and like, she looked just like Britney Spears and her last name came up. It was like uh, Nicole Spears or some shit like um, that. Yeah. The Spice Girl who be on all the other shows. The black one? Yeah. Okay. Mel. Yeah. 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 Low key. But when you said this is how I would do it, that that just made me think of that shit. Yeah. Um, So anyway, y'all niggas hit us up. Whenever y'all see them screenings, man, keep a lookout for it. L.A., New York, Chicago, North Carolina. I feel like I want to grab one more market. But I don't know where the fuck you niggas live all the time. I'm just going off people who like frequently holler at us. And where they stay So if we ain't named the city that you live in Let us know And we gonna tap in man And obviously uh, Metro Detroit Y'all keep an eye out to All the screenings But um, House Party I enjoyed it dog I seen a lot of people going crazy online Oh leave the classics alone Like this was a, Don't Why y'all fuck up a classic Let's keep it real The first House Party Classic yes Was it a great movie Not no. really <laughs> Nigga like Let's keep it a buck You've never seen an original movie Like come on Everything nigga. that you grew up on Unless it literally yeah. came from this person's head. It's a remake of another movie. Mm-hmm. Not on some, it's only Sudden Money Story. I'm talking yeah. about it's a literal remake from another yeah. movie. Nigga, House Party was a, a adaptation of, what was the white frat college movie, dog? Like some similar shit to that. I know what you're I'm blanking about. on a name right now, but. Something, um, I'm you I know, know what exactly I'm on, dog. Um, all that shit is an adaptation. Like I said, I love the first House Party, especially. I personally thought two and three you was seen, uh, ass. Denzel, Man on Fire. Yeah, man, I was watching that shit. It was a great. That's about the little girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching that shit, and then I thought years ago, I thought that shit was on cable and shit. I seen it on a little on a guy. Mm-hmm. I went through it, nigga. Danny DeVito was in that shit in like 1976. Who the fuck knew that was a remake? Nigga. I did not know it was a remake. I had no clue to this moment. But Man on Fire is a remake of a movie called Man on Fire with the exact same plot. No fucking it's clue, dog. It's all a remake. Yeah. Um, hold up. Denzel was in another. Oh, Manchurian Candidate. That was another one. Oh, that's Frank really Sinatra. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Frank Sinatra. And personally, if you could deal with black and white, Frank Sinatra's was cold, dog. Like, that was a good-ass movie, bro. Um, Man on Fire came out in 87. And then redropped that bitch in what two thousand one mm. some shit like that. Um, house party was cool, man. It was fun, dog. Like it was a completely different plot. 
Um, LeBron James and Maverick Carter executive produced it. Apparently, they use Bron's real house or like parts of his real house um, in the Tax movie. Right off. Why not? Why not? Now Get now this my, money. My whole my mortgage is now. Not Rick Ross been doing it for years. Where you niggas been? Like, use my big ass unnecessarily large crib, dog. It's here. I can tax right off. We all good, bro. Um, I thought it was fun. Jacob Lattimore was good in it, man. It was a lot of uh they OD'd on the cameos. I wasn't mad at it, but it was like, all right, LeBron and Maverick called every nigga they know to come jump in this movie for a cameo, nigga. It was everybody from Odell Beckham to you Cuddy know why to Snoop. They do that? Why that? Is because they can make all these people promo yeah. a fucking movie when it come out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this person got, oh, they go 70 million. Oh, that's 200 million people that we yeah. can use for advertising. But as we've learned with a lot of artists' album sales, <laughs> having a bunch of followers do not mean that people going to actually spend their money to come rock with your project, dog. Like, just don't. But it was cool. It was fun. I say go see it with a fucking open mind, man, and just have a, a good time. I could also feel that way because it was free. I'm going to go see it today. Yeah, it was a good time, man. I also saw a movie that comes out this week, uh, this Friday the 20th, called Missing, starring Nia Long and Storm Reed. Um, enjoyed the fuck out of that. Missing was like a, a thriller about uh, Storm Reed, Nia Long's her mom. Her mom goes on vacation. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I yeah. saw a girl from... Um, from uh, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, yeah. So her mom goes on vacation. Is it based on a true story? I don't know. It could be because it looked like a very... Some shit you didn't heard about. Um, Nia Long goes on vacation. Storm Reed goes to pick her up from the airport when she gets back. And then she never is at the airport. So then she got to spend the movie trying to figure out where the fuck her mom at. Um, real classic... Where my mama go thriller, uh, but the way they directed it, it's filmed through the lenses of all the tech. That nigga said <laughs> a classic. Where my mama go? <laughs> yeah, it's one of them classic. Where my mama's at? You know what I'm saying? Where my mama at? Um, they filmed it through all the technology, so it's from the the computer screen, and the iPad, and the uh, FaceTime, and the watch, and all that. The ring camera, like you getting all of that versus a traditional. Um, camera style, man. So I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a unique take. It take a second to get used to it. You remember like that first episode of Rap Shit where it kind of took you a minute to adjust? That's how it is with the movie. But once you get used to it, dog, shit's good as hell. Man, it was a, it was another horror movie like that. It was about like a video. It was a game. And it was like a, a murderer or a killer in a house. And the whole thing was like... Feel like and a, did it have like the border, like the video yeah. game? I do remember what you talking about. And it was like a, 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 a aim counter. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was a joint too. I don't remember the name of it, but it's on Prime. It came out during COVID when everybody was trying to film their movies with social distance. So it's a group of friends during quarantine who all hop on like a group FaceTime and play this game. Then niggas start dying and shit. It was like That's some much wild, the same yeah. premise. Yeah, yeah. So now it's a um. It's a cool concept and a nice way to try to incorporate some new like technologies and way of filming. What I did think worked in the uh, missing movie when she's like on her computer screen or whatever, calling people FaceTime, WhatsApp, whatever. Um, some of this shit, like the other screens, when she's looking for her mom, it's like clues on them and shit. So you might be looking at her face, but it's like a clue right over here to your left on that tab behind the, the tab she in, dog. And it's like. She'll think of something then, like, click into one of these tabs. And it was like, oh, shit, you start really being able to piece together the whole movie right on her computer screen. So I mm -hmm. thought that was kind of cool, man. So check out 
missing this Friday, January 20th. Go see House Party if you have not already, man. And just go support the folks, man. Also. Um, and y'all can't tell me Tubi Movies is good and you tell me this fucking House Party is a bad movie, dog. Fuck out of here. Also, uh, most importantly, and I apologize, uh, happy birthday, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, <laughs> man. Junior. Come on, now. Uh, the big Martin, not the little one, dog. Um... Why do I know we've asked the question Why do niggas ski on MLK Day Why do y'all Use his pictures on them Party flyers the way y'all Like a Martin Luther King picture Do not make me want to come to the club bro But I've never seen him do that With anybody else Like dog I don't love that I don't love that at all Like I, I, niggas think it's funny I don't think that shit funny dog I think that's some real corny shit like Martin Luther King holding bottles up and not that I gold teeth and come on dog do rag on and they oh it's bottle specials and club like, what's wrong with you niggas dog like at a certain point niggas got to grow up that like that's the complete opposite of his life and that's the opposite that man been wearing a suit since he was ten like never seen him in regular clothes like y'all niggas are very much like yo somebody sent me a picture man, of of first off find me a picture of Martin Luther King in snow. <laughs> I've never seen him in anything warm. That's funny. In I did snow. some research and found out he went to school in Boston, so mm -hmm. he must have seen snow. Because yeah. I wasn't even hundred percent sure he ever seen snow. Yeah. Um. But apparently he went to school college in Boston, so maybe. Yeah. But give me a jogging suit. You feel me? Uh, white T-shirt. Something. He was. I've even seen like a pool in a, <laughs> a tux. I've seen him in like a. Not a polo, but like a short sleeve, like button down situation. Yeah, I've seen that. That's about as casual as it got. I don't, I don't got too like many. Like a bowling uh, shirt. Baby. Yeah, basically, I've seen that, dog. But outside of that, no, that man was in a suit twenty five hours a day, which also lets me know his uh, sweat glands was cool in a fan, dog, because it was hot down in Selma when they was down there on that shit. And um, what you think about that? Uh, I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but that damn. Statue thing they built in Boston, that monument, dog. Uh, shout out to the person who designed that. Uh, I get it. Uh, a lot of people make fun of them, but I mean, it's art. And how do I tell a motherfucker that they art ain't up to par enough? Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't understand it until I saw the picture it came from. Uh -huh. And then when I saw the picture it came from, I'm like, oh, well, technically it looks exactly like that. It's the same shape of the, they just removed the bodies. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, I whatever, it. it throws it off. I mean, depending on what you, what angle and I mean, people get their jokes off. Like we get jokes yeah. off on here all the time. So I can't be mad at a nigga getting And the, the shape of it, again, depending from the angle, it looks like a heart kind of like it's very, I see what they was trying to do, dog. I, I also, see the vision. If I'm the artist, this shit got more pub than anything. Uh, who who made it? You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, cause all every article say insert insert whatever the person name is. Loki, I am literally over here looking at pictures of Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. There is not a one where he don't got no suit on, dog. Like not a one. Nah, you won't find it, fam. It's him as a child. <laughs> he got a suit. I on. told you since he was like 11, dog. Dang. Um. Real quick on some other entertainment news before we uh, before we jump back into BMF, man. Um, oh shit! What's happening? Yo, this is he. He was arrested. This is not a, a, a suit, but I can't turn this shit that way. Like this picture right here. Yeah, that's not a suit. 
yeah, the crew neck on yeah. on the models. Yeah, yeah, little jacket, little members only jacket on. <laughs> oh, little that's what it was. Down shirt. How the fuck did this get a season two? This okay. shit was terrible. Grand Crew. You remember that show from last year, dog? Everybody was trying Remind to hype. Show? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was not good, dog. Grand Crew premieres March 3rd. Like, bro, that shit was terrible. Shit was ass. And I hate to be that dude, but that shit was terrible, dog. Um, Golden Globes was last week. Abbott Elementary and Angela Bassett won a lot of shit. Um... Giancarlo Esposito won Best Supporting Actor at the Critics' Choice Awards for Best Call Saw, Better Call Saw. Now, this is the question. What's that name? Cheryl Lee Ralph. Yep. Won. What was the title? Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Hold up. That's Critics' Choice. Where is her? One of the Best Supporting Actors? I think Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy oh, for a a comedy. A Abbott Elementary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Now... On that show, who other who's the funniest part? Who's the funniest? It's easily the, the principal. It's nothing else to talk about. The principal is funnier than every nigga on that show. That's a big fact, and that's just what it is, dog. I love Shirley Ralph. I love Shirley Ralph like a motherfucker. If that principal wasn't there, this show not funny. Like you need her to be serious. She don't come with jokes. She come with. Yeah. Now it also is one of the enduring qualities of the show, though. Yeah, so, yeah. She levels it out. She's the it, the mother quality. But comedy, yo. If it ain't Ava, the principal, and you know, I'm probably not laughing much. The janitor got next. <laughs> like, yeah, and then what's so dope about at the end of every wild Ava episode, yeah. you see like, oh, she a regular person. She cares. She does yeah. something. Uh, down to the point where she was taking care of her mom or her grandma yep. or some shit. Even the one, the Christmas episode when uh, she, she was she dating. Uh, oh, uh, dude, uh, damn, that was just AI, uh, Andrew Iguodala. Yeah, he picked her up from the club and shit. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, "Yo, you coming with us?" Like she is like a a, a nice person. She's still yeah, who she is. <laughs> yeah, but nah, Ava's definitely that, like, yo, give her some. Get, don't make her wait 30 years. Like, give her some shit now. No, she for sure need her flowers. And again, I love... Have you seen any of her stand-up? Yeah, she's funny she's as hell, dog. Too, I've dog. seen some stuff on YouTube after season one yeah. of Abbott. I was like, yo, let me fuck with her, dog. She is really funny. Um, but they won a lot of stuff. Zendaya won. Uh, who else won a Golden Globe? Zendaya, Eddie Murphy. What oh, no, he didn't win shit. Oh. He... Uh, they said he just got a couple jokes off that was kind of controversial, like right at the end. Um, they was on Gerard Carmichael about did you watch the his, Whitney Houston joke? Did you watch his his, his, his monologue? monologue? No, nah, I didn't. Shit nah. was the unfunniest thing I can possibly think of. <laughs> it was not funny, and the uh, crowd was not laughing. And he well, sounded set, like, "What happened, my G?" Let me see. I was trying to find it. The only thing I have is the snippet from the the little comment he made about Whitney, where he said we in the hotel that killed Whitney Houston or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's tasteless. But you know, end of the day, I've heard a lot of tastes that should be funny, and that one just wasn't funny. But you know, whatever. Um, honest question: Have you been watching Abbott Elementary season two? Yes, I just got. Okay, yeah, we just talked day. about the Christmas episode. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that it came back on like that. So it came back on quietly. They also switched today from Tuesday to Wednesday. Oh. So they kind of fucked up the vibe. But Wednesday is a higher night for um TV. Um so I, I get them switching today, but 
make that like a bigger announcement to niggas who've been watching this shit. If for as much uh, critical acclaim and to do that they had about the show, I thought Dale put a little bit more emphasis on it coming back on. Or maybe yeah. they just not advertising on the platforms that I'm normally on. It yeah. could be all over. Yeah. Whatever. So it's it's been it's been okay this season. Um feeling sophomore slumpish. Well, it's just expectations now. Yeah. Uh, when you brand new show, you don't got no expectations now now. Oh, this shit is funny. Yeah. But uh I mean I've I still been enjoying all the episodes. Yeah, no, it's it's a good this can never be a non-good show with yeah. the people on there. But then it's like, I mean, it's also a sitcom. Yeah. You also see who the intended love interests are. Yeah. Like, all right, how how long? Like, when do you want to? They doing the Jim and Pam yeah. with them. Yeah. Like, how, does, how long did this play out? And then, low-key, this is The Office. They It's The Office in, it's the classroom. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Michael yeah. Scott is. Right? Yeah. The, the Come dumb, on. hilarious, yep. but then Aloof, sometimes then got I'm a off. heart. Yeah. And uh, Stanley is... Uh, the janitor Creed You know what I'm saying He could be Creed He could He got all that shit I see him as Stanley too Um Clearly Jim and Pam Is Jim and Pam yeah. We know the vibes there Uh Yeah Like Uh I can't think of the The, the white boy teacher Uh But he give he a, he a mix of a couple Different people and shit It's a lot of parallels I see it Um And I'm I'm still enjoying season two But I just I want them to make sure that the the funnies is there because it does feel like they put a lot more emphasis on the comedy coming from the principal versus everybody else having a you know Tyler James Williams might get a funny look off a hey, once in a while the janitor might get something off but it's like nah last season the jokes felt like they was coming from just about everybody now I do feel like Shirley Ralph when she talked it's only to give you some sage advice like. Let's get back to she got good comedic timing, like she's funny as hell. Let's make sure we spread them jokes out a little bit. But still watching it, still supporting it, man. That's just what it is. So y'all niggas keep fucking with Abbott Elementary. It won a lot of shit. We want to see it keep winning. Um, proud as fuck of Quinta though. That's just still her and Issa, same nigga to me, dog. Like, I'ma rock with anything they do. Just cause y'all journey was like well documented, bro. And I think that shit is dope as fuck. Let's talk real quick before we get into um BMF. About something that's been bothering me, and I feel like it bothers me more every week, dog. We gotta get rid of Tubi, bro. We gotta get rid of Tubi, dog. <laughs> we got. We gotta expect. We have to expect more from Tubi. Dog. I don't want us to get rid of nah. it, but we gotta demand more from nah. our, our from because I guess what. It's a lot of Detroit movies on there. Facts. But all this shit not from Detroit. Facts. All this shit is not from Detroit. Facts. Y'all see a Detroit actor and it'll be like, oh, this Detroit movie. No, nigga, they in fucking L.A. doing that. Nigga, the one when old girl was coming down the steps with the knife and she oh died. Oh, my God. The was like, she, like, she said, huh, huh. <laughs> And my man was like, pow, pow. pow. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, what? I see another pow, pow coming out like, yo. I just want, this is what I also noticed. For uh, actors, your best emotional range is anger. Yeah, yeah. And that's what y'all do, quote unquote, the best. Yeah. And the rest of it's trash. Um, I agree with that. Now, talking to some um, some movie producers here in the city, of Detroit, uh, they've expressed that we hear you and all that. Yeah. But yo, this is what we can get, and this is what we can afford. And these are the people 
who show up consistently and be on time. Yeah. The reason that you see all these same people in the movies is because when we say the shoot is on Tuesday between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., you there yeah. between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Like, oh, no, I got a meeting at work. I can't do this. Like, these are the people who are serious um, about it with their time and they, they time. Uh, I just think at some point we we going to have to ask them to be serious um, about their craft, they craft yeah. as far as somebody, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I actually, you just made a really great point about everybody's best emotion that they can act out is anger. Because that's the only time you see any emotion from these motherfuckers. Other than that, they delivering lines. Like, yeah, no, what's up? Oh, my God, he bought me a bag. Girl, look at his bag. Girl, nah, man, I love that girl. But then when it's angry time, niggas just turned the fuck up, and now they in the best bag they can get in. Um, take some acting courses, my niggas. Don't think just because you've been in four Tubi movies that you're an actor-actor now. Yo, you remember back in the day? And by back in the day, I mean two years ago before Tubi was blowing up like it is right now, when they were saying, tell your friends they can't rap. Tell your friends, stop rap. Hey, tell, tell your, your friends, friends they can't, can't fucking act. Put your titties away. Come on. Just because you in the movie with your titties out, don't make you an actress, my nigga. Ain't no, no Golden man. Globes for that. Whew. Come on, dog. Just because you in the movie acting like the fucking thugged out security guard, don't make you hard, nigga. And you also can't act, nigga. <laughs> like, bro, niggas is doing, and this ain't a knock on Tubi. I appreciate Tubi for giving niggas a free platform to upload their fucking work to. But that don't mean everybody's shit is quality just because it's on an app, my nigga. <laughs> like, y'all niggas is putting out shit. And what I'm starting to notice is in people's, like, effort to support their local movie scene and all that, they starting to distort their fucking mind on what's, like, a good film and a good project and a good show. Like, bro. Or are they? Because uh, I think they think this shit would be good. That's just wild to me, bro. Because some of them, them, some of the scenes that we've been sharing, yeah. Look at some of them comments, man. Yo, this was so good. Unless y'all just line y'all ass off. Some old shit that niggas could be doing. But also, like when you when reality TV is the highest rated thing, like this, this may be what you're looking for. Yeah, and every Tubi movie ain't bad. Every Tubi show it's ain't fast. bad. Let me, fast. and I'm talking the originals that's on there, not. You go on that bitch and watch Jason's Lyric or some shit. Like, the original Tubi movies and TV shows, all of them ain't bad. But all that shit ain't good, dog. And y'all need to be a little bit more honest with your local actors, directors, producers. Like, yo, man, if we going to watch this shit and support it and we want to put it out and pump it. Because I've had people hit me like, yo, all this content from Detroit that's on Tubi, like, y'all should do, like, some interviews. And that would be great and if y'all do that on the Patreon. Yo, I would love to do some of that shit. But also want to make sure that we not making our fucking fans and listeners pay for some shit to hear us interview a nigga about a movie that I ain't really supporting, dog. So, I'm not trying to, um, let me try to speak professionally. I don't want to compromise my professional integrity. Because we be getting the fucking jokes off on, like, certified big budget shit. BMF. You know what Stars, I'm saying? Stars, uh, power. Like, I'm a, if I get the jokes off here, it's not going to be... And I might even like a movie. Yeah. And still get the jokes off. It's just going to be taken a different way when you local. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to... And I don't want niggas feeling like just because we getting the jokes off, it mean we don't fuck with they shit or we ain't supporting they shit. But it's like, fam, if I can get the jokes off on a power... On a BMF, on whatever, I'm gonna get some jokes off on uh, your honor when we get on the Patreon later today. If I can get the jokes off on that, I'm gonna get the jokes off on you when you don't have a, a 
fire coming out the muzzle of the gun when you shoot that motherfucker. And you like, got a nigga saying pow pow. One of the scenes was like uh they went to a hotel and did everything and they used like a, a Chrysler uh badge instead of a I saw like that, you, dog. It was like you can't even get a, a hotel key card from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, dog. I I just I want us to raise our expectations for what we consider local and all like no nigga when I go support a local business nigga I want to spend my money in there the same way I would at a Gucci at a Nike at a da 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 but I want that shit to be some quality shit too man here's a here's a perfect example that I'm going to use against myself uh, okay <laughs> very first episode of Shop Talk yeah recorded in my living room um on an iPad uh with a USB iPad microphone okay um then I purchased my own equipment and it got a little better. Well, it got better. Yeah. But I didn't know how to work the equipment like that. So sometimes yeah. my mic could be louder than Dane mic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or one week it'll be great. Next week it won't be so great. Yeah. Then I got a, and then we finally, then we went to a, a studio, professional studio, paid the white man to go to the professional studio. Whole different experience. Absolutely. Man. So I'm like, okay, well, this is the level I need and more. And then we got a little bit better. Then we added video, right? Yeah. Then it was one camera. Then it was two cameras. And then we updated the cameras. I updated the cameras four different times. I bought six different versions of microphones. I'm yeah. on my, like my fifth or sixth mixer. Like every single time, uh, we try to step it up just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? The audio equipment has been Keep different. Improving. The video equipment is different because I've been literally investing money. I ain't paid myself mm -hmm. from every money. All the money I make from the studio, I put it directly back into the studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For six years. Yeah. Like so, every time the the people invest in me, then I turn around and I try to invest in myself. Facts. Invest in quality. My nigga, six. Shows came on in the last three days that we about to talk about. Come on, that's twelve hours of content. It's a lot of fucking TV, dog. And I like, seen two movies. So, <laughs> like, just I just we can put that. It's I I want, and I think that'd be my problem when niggas get so like, just blindly supportive of shit. Like, yo, nigga. go see this. It's the best shit ever. And it's like, no, you just saying that because you know the person or you, they from the city or whatever the fuck. And it's like. Nigga, ain't nothing wrong with that, but, like, man, what if they really was trying, right? What if you was able to support it, but not only support it, you could stand on it. Nigga, I know this shit good. I could put this show or this movie or this whatever in front of anybody, in front of any audience, and everybody would enjoy this shit. I think one thing about Detroiters that we've always tended to do with our shit, um, and again, to me ain't all Detroit movies and shows, but I'm just speaking for us. I think one thing we've always done, dog. We like everything to be so Detroit and what we consider Detroit that we don't think beyond Detroit. And we don't think beyond the audience that we familiar with, dog. And we get so in that pocket. You mean like how they have a um, Detroit podcast award and we not nominated on there? Come on, man. Come on, because man. Because guess what? I'm not a Detroit podcast. No, I'm not. I mean, the voice notes that we play on this, on this pie every single week. I mean, I know for a 100% fact you don't have the numbers that we have. Yeah. You feel me? But like... I can't be mad when a not at Detroit all. podcast award goes out and we not even on the nomination. Not at all. I'm like, oh, I know. And shout out to TCE. They was on one of them. I don't know which exact awards, but yeah. they was on one of them. And shout out to them. But I'm like, yo, that shit's supposed to read TCE, Shop Talk Pod, This Week in Culture, or it don't matter, nigga. <laughs> because then I, I looked at the, in order to, you got to go 
and nominate yourself and it, mm-hmm. I'm not in the I'm, that's not real nah bro that's like the fucking interviews I hate Shout out to y'all who be in all them I'm not gonna name these magazines and shit But who they send you the questions to answer And you email it back You ain't even had a real combo with these niggas They not interviewing you bro They asking for you to fill out a sheet When you come to the office nigga Let me know who your insurance carrier is Like oh thank you Like now I'm gonna print it And put all your IP in my magazine Now it's my IP Appreciate you Niggas is wild But I just want niggas to expect more um, of the the type of quality we ingest We all love a good hood movie Some little you know what I'm saying Like that's all cool bro but when y'all niggas Start telling me shit like Kaleidoscope is trash Huh Huh You know the acting and the thought and the, the writing That went into a movie like Kaleidoscope You can't tell me that And then turn around and be like yo Go watch this joint Produced by Icewear Vezo And I cut that one and it's like Okay, uh, it's part two of this. Like, like what? and it's like, yo, I want Vezo to keep winning. I'll fuck with Vezo, heavy. But it's like, yo, I also want that nigga to, if he gonna do movies, do some good ass movies, nigga. Just like you, you're doing a gangster girl project. You wouldn't have went to uh, fucking DJ drama if that nigga gave you some bullshit ass beats and like production and, and put that fucking gangster girls together terribly. You'd have been pissed off. Nigga, I want the same quality in your fucking acting and whatever other ventures you do, bro. Niggas be opening restaurants. My homeboy asked me if I went to this new uh, new restaurant. I ain't going to say the name of it because I don't be trying to down black businesses. But I ain't been yet. That's another reason I ain't got nothing bad to say. But when I start asking niggas about it, niggas ain't had nothing good to say. But the person who own it owns another business in Detroit that's popping. But that's nothing like food, right? Like, it's a whole different industry. And niggas get popping in one area and start being like, fuck it, I could just do everything because I'm me. Recognition. I got the name. And it's like, oh, well, shit, I don't know if you really gave consideration to the shit that goes into this other industry that you're trying to venture into. Hey, if you a rapper or if you a fucking accountant, when y'all jump into acting, this shit that me and Jay take seriously as fuck to come up here 90 hours every week for the last four years and talk about, nigga... Don't take this shit not seriously and then expect us to come fuck with your shit to the point that we interviewing you and talking about your movie and all that. Nigga, throw some quality out, bro. And that's my spiel, man. Stop pumping up Tubi like y'all niggas watching the fucking Oscars on there, bro. All right. Now that I did my uh, Debbie Downer shit, I really just wanted to talk through some shit enough so niggas could get their voice notes in because I know we in here a little earlier than normal. So, uh, Rob Silva, appreciate you. Um, I see you sent in your BMF and your, your honor joint. So we're going to get to that on the uh, on the Patreon. Kente sent one in. Yep. Uh, Dame sent one in. Yep, yep. All right, so let me play um, D-, D. Scott. D. Scott, what up, though? Uh, rookie of the year last year, man. Let me play his voice note, see what my dog was talking about from last week, just to make sure we get that off. How you doing this week in culture? Hope I'm not too late with the voice note. Uh, I just want to talk about BMF real quick. Uh, it was an okay episode. It didn't really... Seemed more like a mid-season kind of episode than a season premiere episode, but it was all right for the most part. On a show about drugs and all that, I think the most interesting scene in this uh, episode was uh, the interaction with uh, Detective Howard and his son, you know. But I look forward to seeing what your boys got to say. Until next time, peace. Scott, appreciate you, bro. Um, agreed on some of the points you made there, man. I, I thought that the Detective Bryant and his son, I'd just be curious to see what we learn from that, especially with how he's he handling 
I could see something happening to him. Because other um, than that, why you put him in the episode? And I don't even know that he's going to die. I think he's going to get used as a pawn. Yeah. Be Mickey going to need a, a leg up. Like, yo, nigga, I'm not giving you Meech. So now I got to kidnap your son and trunk him real quick. Nigga. Or something like that. Maybe Meech do it. If you be Mickey. Yeah. Do you tell Meech that the cop is pressing you and y'all just kill him? 1,000%. That's what we did with the last cop. Boom. So, like, why are you acting like you just can't tell him that and y'all just, you know where he live at? Can be done and done, bro. Shit, you ain't even got to know where he live. He at your crib every night getting updates. I mean, no, Meech has been to his house. Yeah. Like, you know where he live at. You know where I just, from. like. I don't get the little clandestine, we got to keep this hidden. I don't know, nigga. Hey, Meech. Detective Brian approached on, me on some bullshit, dog. That nigga popped up, he popped up on me. He said he got my gun. Uh, he said I did. I got the murder on this one. Well, not two murders because yeah. oh boy, ain't even dead. Facts. Well, so, no, no, no. It's Kato and oh, uh, and, and Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Meat shot. Uh, yeah. Um, Lamar. Which uh, I'm like, damn, Meat, you couldn't kill a nigga from close range. Come on, huh? But clearly, we know what they're doing. Dog. They're trying to. Yo, why niggas be talking about <laughs> the dude Layton like they know him? That nigga Layton. <laughs> no, no. They had to keep Lamar alive because Layton's still here. When you seen him? When you seen him? When you knew about him before season one and y'all niggas start Googling and watching documentaries and shit. Everybody calm down a little bit, dog. Um, We got, hold up, hold up. The homie Hilton from Los Angeles sent in an email. Not a voice note, just a good email. Yeah, it's AJ, but it's to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, no, one part is to you. Oh. Because you went too hard on light-skinned niggas, apparently, and he wasn't happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. So he said, uh, we just go, hey, Ant, man, I've been swamped at work. Had a minute to dive into some emails and wanted to say congrats. I feel like I followed this relationship from the start. Really happy for you. And as you say, Shorty, appreciate you, Hilton, man. Um, I'm going to let you get this shit off on Jay real quick, though. He said, also, Jay, take it easy on light skin, niggas. <laughs> I've been dealing with this all my life. Nah, go ahead, Jay. All love, nigga. What I say about life is I don't know, man. We probably, he was catching up. I could have seen. He could have been. It also could have been me. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, this ain't this ain't unlike me. Um, so you know, it's it's one of them situations where I just don't fucking know if I did right or not, dog. But uh, yo, man, Hilton, we appreciate you, bro, sending in that love. Yeah, um, wait till we get to these uh, snowfall episodes. Oh, and then he, he said, that LA shit. he said, also, man, I love when y'all talk that West Coast talk, real shit. Yo, man, that means something because a lot of the shit we talk about, shows, movies, drug related shit, street shit, whatever, it comes from over there, or it'd be a lot of New York shit. I don't never want to get other nigga shit wrong because yeah. I think being from Detroit. I just assume everybody else is just as prideful about they city's info, nigga. 100%. And I don't want to fuck up nigga shit. So that means something that he said when uh, when we kicked that West Coast shit. He loved it, man. Appreciate you, Hilton, for real. Um, Got a couple people who reached out about them uh, house party tickets. If y'all can't tell, y'all weren't there. So you didn't win them. But uh, <laughs> really appreciate y'all. <laughs> if y'all can't tell, y'all weren't there. <laughs> really appreciate y'all. Um, one of my cousins, she going to kick my ass. Um, Devin Caldwell, man, appreciate you reaching out, bro. Unfortunately, we had got ridden of those tickets already. But like I mentioned at the top of the pod, keep your eye out, man. I got a lot of shit coming. Um, Kente. Rosser, appreciate you for the BMF note. We about to play this right now. Man, name's Kente, nigga. Shout out to his parents. Thugging it out, dog. 
Jay and Ant. What's up, fellas? What up, though? Hey, uh, just real quick, man. Two episodes into the season two of BMF. Uh, it's it's okay. Um, one thing I'll say <laughs> is that I think, uh, aside from the fact that the real life Lamar, as we know him to be, is still alive, the fact that for the series they've kept him alive, and the dramatic fashion in which they've revealed that they've kept him alive. I think that this series is teetering on being uh, too dramatic, too soap opera-ish, if you will, especially uh, with this particular episode with him waking up in the hospital, (laughs) killing the cop, (laughs) you know, leaving the hospital still with the hospital gown, being picked up uh, by somebody in the middle of the night. You know, I think that's uh, that's a stretch. I think that's too much (laughs) disbelief that we have to suspend for this series that is loosely based on a true story. Uh, just wanted to see what you guys thought of that. Uh, let me know, man. And to tie up a loose end from last week's episode, and I know y'all already found an answer to this, but when you all were asking how did Officer Bryant get B. Mickey's gun, remember when he pulled B. Mickey over when he was driving, he was distraught. B. Mickey was distraught after killing Cato. He was driving, was crying, and uh, he got pulled over. And the officer Bryant revealed during that interrogation that when he had searched that vehicle, he found that gun. Mm. Uh, at least that's how I remember it to be. Anyway, man, uh, I'm going to kick back, see what the analysis reveals. Look forward to listening, man. Y'all boys, take care. My boy, Kente, appreciate you, dog, for real. Appreciate you, Kente. Um, yeah, you big, hit it right on the nail, nigga. Big facts. <laughs> like, no, they, they go on a little... Yo. This reveal? Listen. <laughs> come on, man. You know, um... I play uh, Metal Gear. Yeah. And in this last one, I was playing on PS5. You know, Solid Snake woke up in the hospital in his gown, too. <laughs> and he had to kill some. <laughs> I thought he was Solid Snake. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> going around the hot Like, no, why he kill a cop, fam? Bro. Um, I got shot. I'm not under arrest. <laughs> like, what? what's going on here? Bro. Why'd you kill this man? And why? What? Uh, the bride on Kill Bill woke up in her damn hospital gown and killed a nigga then went out and stole a truck in the damn parking lot. Um, I don't love how they doing this, dog. And it feels that Lamar shot from last week. You remember I was pissed because they revealed it and then came Double back reveal. 10 minutes later and revealed it more dramatically. Like, oh, zoom in on his face when he opened his eyes. Bam. Like, no, nigga, we knew he was coming alive. Like on some on some editing shit, you should just edit that first one out. I left to say it wasn't. It was not necessary, and I feel like y'all spoiled what could have actually been surprising. Or when the detectives left, he could have opened his eyes, Come on, but not man. like yeah, while time. yeah, like make it seem like he was sitting there hearing and listening to the shit they were saying and what they want him to do. But it's like, and I would have, I would have, I would even have respected it after that. You seen him like take the little IV tubes off, and he just be gone. And not him murder a cop. No, this nigga got out, apparently did all that off screen, hid behind a door or some shit, and when the cop came in, choked him out dramatically for 90 seconds, nigga. I was sitting there like, bro, really? Then I was like, nigga, it's been two days since he broke out. Why is he still walking? Where's he going? I saw you and him walking in the rain. Why was it only raining in Lamar scene? <laughs> What raining nowhere else in Detroit? 
It was just Lamar's Detroit that caught the rain. I did not understand what the fuck was going on. It was way too dramatic for me. Um, way too just fantastical, dog. I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really looking for all that, bro. Like, <laughs> it was not raining nowhere else no in the episode. No other scene had rain, but this nigga was climbing through puddles barefoot. And then I'm like, yo, if he bleeding that much. <laughs> might want to find a little urgent care to walk into, nigga, because you about to bleed out on this walk. What part of Ohio was they in? Cleveland. So we're going to try to figure out how Meech got five, uh, hours? five hours back, dropped his mom off, and then got back, and it was still daytime in Cleveland. Apparently, he dropped his mom off at 7 a.m. <laughs> and got back to Cleveland by noon. <laughs> and that's just what the fuck we going we gonna to guess. Also... That little like revelation that he made it there and then went right back to Cleveland made me miss when gas was ninety nine cents. One hundred percent. Cause nigga, what's the cheapest you ever remember gas being? Uh, Not that you purchased, but yeah, just yeah. seeing with your own eyes. Uh, I think I remember eighty nine cent gas. I definitely remember like eighty eight, yeah, seventy nine yeah, cent gas. Yeah, I remember I, seeing seventy. I remember cent. that at like like a sit go. Um, where currently where the murder mac is that the murder mac did, didn't used to always be there yeah it was a a, a standard federal yep. not standard federal standard amico yeah there and the murder mac was two blocks over on rosemont but i remember the gas station right there i remember seeing low key 78 cent nigga i was laughing cuz uh joe biden tweeted the other day about Gas prices being, you know, a dollar or whatever lower than they were this time last year in the economy or that part of the economy picking up. And then it was like the day that gas prices went back up when he tweeted it. I was I like, got sir. Gas for for uh two sixty-five and then shit just went up to three fifteen. Nigga, on Friday, the gas station in Dearborn that I typically go to, which is normally the cheapest in the metro area, it was two eighty nine on Friday. On Saturday morning, when I was right back at that gas station, because I ain't get none that Friday, it was 3.05. And I was like, nigga, what just happened in the last nine hours, dog? <laughs> like <Went> to Miami. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Um, third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silva sent in a voice note. We want to play that. Then we're going to get that one off that Dame sent in this morning as well. Rob, I want you to know that we seriously thought about adding another segment to the podcast. Where we just go over wild, wild ass tweets uh, every week. Rob is a wild nigga. Rob, though. I want you to know this <laughs> might happen on the Patreon. We we haven't given up on this segment. The Patreon segment. Yeah, that again. I feel like getting this off on the Patreon would allow us to react the way that we normally yeah, would react. Because yeah. me and Jay react to your tweets in the text <laughs> <laughs> to make sure we not publicly saying what we feel. Because a lot of times we be in agreement with you Yo, Rob and your wild, wild takes. Wow, that was a wild boy. Yeah. <laughs> Rob says I'm on Twitter the other day like my current lady and my old lady had a fat ass <laughs> and I was like uh, I was like shout out to your current lady for letting you get that off nigga. mine don't know that my Twitter is the pod I'm like no that's me and Jay I'm like you never know who you talking to nigga. That is actually factual <laughs> yeah, but I try not to respond to nobody <laughs> she was like well which one of y'all liked this picture of Coco Jones I'm like me. no that was definitely Jay 100% yeah I'm like come on now even though no Coco Jones, nigga. Bel Air be back. Yo, yeah, I like how people well, they'll be they'll they'll message one of the pages like, yo, which one is <laughs> That's how uh shout out to another one of the homies, Ashley. She said, um, I responded to one of her tweets. She was like, Yo, 
I would reply to what you just said, but I don't know which one of y'all it is. And my response is different based on which one of you niggas it is, man. All right, let's see what my dog Rob thought about BMF episode two. What's up, fellas? I ain't gonna lie. I'm not feeling BMF because I'm all drugged out. Um, I think this will be the last BMF voice note I sent. I think I'm only gonna be sending your honor voice notes for your uh, paywall. Um, the only couple of things I want to say about BMF. First and foremost, Stephen Harris's body and his role—he's tremendous. And I was watching BMF the other night with my lady, and I looked at my lady. I looked at her, and I was like, "God damn, you and Lala look a lot alike." And she started laughing because she said, Yo, "Wow, hold on." <laughs> the Whole Foods that she manages that people always tell her. <laughs> Yo, Rod with the slightest of flexes and shit. Like, yo, yo, babe, you know, you kind of. I said, anybody ever told you you look like Alani Anthony, a.k.a. Lala? Ooh, that's the first time I seen her real name. I don't like them putting that up. (laughs) That made me feel weird. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck is I was like. That's her. I also thought it was wild that her shit says, like, it's like starring. Uh. Demetrius Flannery Jr., uh, Da Vinci, Alani Anthony, and then it's like with appearances by Russell Hornsby, Steve Harris. I'm like, these niggas ain't mains. <laughs> like, they appearances by Lala finna be turned up. Like, she on Mad More episode. Oh my God, man, Russell Hornsby is uh, is the show. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I don't. I, I don't like how niggas came at him this week. Cause a week ago when he was trying to get some butt, y'all niggas was not supporting it. Now she throws some butt, and he don't want it. Yo, this nigga Rob's here. I would never. <laughs> Yo, my favorite thing I saw all day long. Somebody tweeted, watching watching the daddy on BMF makes me happy that mom wasn't around. <laughs> Yo, Rob retweeted a picture of Russell Hornsby and old girl hugged up. He said, I need to be both drunk and on crack to bang Beach's mama. <laughs> and I've never done any of those type of stuff. Hold was that last week or this week? That was last week. Because this week she came out with the yams. That, well, that's just that. Wednesday. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I guess that's last week. She came out with the yams this I did. Week. I was like, you know what, Rob? I don't no, know. I know, son. You might want to jump Throw some D's on that. <laughs> Throw this D on that. It's like, no. Loop, silk, and back, and on Cadillac. Oh, shit. Rob had mad more uh, voice. Yeah, now. my bad, Rob. Tell her that. I didn't I didn't realize how much she looked like Lala till I watched BMF. And, um, uh, Meech and, um, Meech's mother, she needs to be killed off. I know it's a true story, so she won't be getting killed off. But, man, she's right up there with, uh, Yo. <laughs> what is my man's uh the baby mama? Fuck uh Hassan Johnson's we based baby mama on the wire and Tariq's mother on power and Florida Evans, the worst mother in television history. She's horrible. Get her the fuck out of here. She won't give no ass to her husband, but get the fuck out of here. No. Anyway, man, he 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 have to be, he I'd have to be super duper drunk to fuck her anyway. Anyway, <laughs> peace and blessings, brothers. Talk to y'all soon. Yeah, Rob. Rob, never change. <laughs> never ever fucking change. I never bro. change. <laughs> no, like that was phenomenal. Um, killing off <laughs> your mom <laughs> on a show that she was we the only one who baby did. mama. Yeah, 
Tasha and Florida Flannery and Florida Evans. Wow. What a combo, nigga. <laughs> you know she's still alive. <laughs> she was at the premiere. <laughs> and they all say it's just like watching their grandma and shit. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. She does really look like their mom, like current and younger. Like yeah. she she for sure captures her. Um, she got to be one of the most I don't know if she one of the worst moms, Rob, but I agree she one of the most annoying motherfucking moms on TV, bro. Um, Yo, pick a struggle. Nigga. You wanna be broke or you wanna be Cause you, you for sure rolled in that Benz, but now y'all want the hundo? It's like, my nigga, you don't have to live this life. <laughs> Your son can save you. Also very confused at what she thought she was gonna buy from Sears. Cause when they rang it all up and it was 102, she's ready to put everything back. Now I want to know how many bras she bought in 1989 that equal up 101 dollars. 102. I want to know how much Poor money child. she. How much were you planning to spend? Cause when she said 102, she was like, "Oh, I think we just gonna put everything back." How I much? I think she was like, "We gonna put one of these back." What was the price? How much it, like, huh? did you not add this shit up? You weren't considering taxes. Like, is the know. is the cost of bras at an all time high? Because if it was a hundred dollars in eighty, because they was holding like two bras for children, yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, and this is not, you know, I don't want to make this weird or perverted. <laughs> no, 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 because this is not meant to be weird or perverted. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That sounded like one of them, like, WB. Yeah. Like, like after like you when come. Like, the black TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Like, right before when somebody the went to commercial, nigga. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is the Vernell Hill Show intro <laughs> off this bitch. Um. How big are Nicole titties, oh, bro? Like, like this is the weirdest part of the show here, people. No, like, <laughs> like I just want to know why, because she was saying she wearing these two small hand-me-downs. I'm like, mom, give her one of yours. <laughs> Who handed it down? There are no other women in your family. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. And I'm like, mom, your boobs ain't little. We just seen that in your little Sears lingerie, yo. <laughs> I worked for Sears for a long time. Hitting your nigga with the Sears lingerie, nigga. <laughs> Something's going wrong. Oh, that credit card had a 22% interest rate in 2003. Yeah, no, she didn't ask about none of that. <laughs> she wanted the credit that day, nigga. I just want to say something. We're going to get to this part, but there has never been a bill mailed to the house in quicker time frame. My Damn. nigga, the bill came Charles the next day bitch, in the, the next afternoon. <laughs> And fuck the whole... I'm going to play that scene, too. What year was this? Nigga, uh, 1989. The credit scores came out in 1989. Yeah, and she had the first... <laughs> she was the <laughs> first about, one to fuck about her Messing up her credit date. Nigga, that shit ain't exist yet. Well, they was also talking about diversifying your yields. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that nigga ain't never seen yield before. Bro. And motherfucking Lala was telling Terry how to brand. I was like, fam, these... In 1989, bro, niggas spoke a different language, dog. Y'all niggas is using some... Okay. Um, no, it doesn't sound like it now. But I still thought it was a pretty good yeah, episode. That's a big fact. Big fact. Big fact. Um, and, and again, we're going to get the jokes off on this bitch. Uh, one thing I didn't love about this episode, it was moving... 
like the little Terry going to get to work because B. Mickey didn't make the call because he was tied up with Detective Brian and all that. That that didn't connect the way that I thought because it was like Terry never talked to me. I get he was trying to warn him about the uh, the um, checkpoints around yeah. the city, yo nigga. But it was Ra- like why was it randomly checkpoints? Didn't explain shit. Didn't explain the checkpoints because if it was that many checkpoints, I'm trying to figure out how nobody saw Lamar limping up the goddamn avenue uh, in his little gown and shit. Daniel Rollins is popping up out of nowhere. What you call him? He was at a payphone, by the way. Yeah. And Where you get like, changed from? Didn't. You in the account, nigga. You don't got <laughs> pockets. Yo, if you killed and stole change from that damn cop, you a whole ass nigga, Lamar. I don't like it. But, um. Nigga called Collect. It was like, yo, calling me collect to come to the you veterinary, up. the vet. <laughs> and then falling, like, why you just sit down in the phone booth at the little. And they cousins? I remember, you remember Donnell Rawlings was his cousin who ran the funeral home last year. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't, I don't remember they, I don't remember the or, cousin. Well, I didn't remember if it was his cousin. Did they say cousins this episode? Yeah. I remembered it being his man's. I yeah, didn't, I, didn't, I don't yeah, he I didn't remember cousins. cousins. Um, but yeah, he had the, the funeral home. He was doing the weird freaky embalming on niggas last year. And then he was touching the girl titties and shit. Talking about how he jacked off to the shit. He was a weird nigga, bro. So, but I just didn't get why Lamar didn't just stay put. Like, where was you walking to after you made the phone call? Sit tight. You don't have nowhere to be. You got a bullet hole in you that's clearly still bleeding. It's raining. Stay in the phone booth, bro. Just relax a little bit. Stay dry, dog. Um, all right. Let's get to uh to some of the episode, man. Cause I actually did think this shit was pretty good. Oh, Dame got a voice note. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Dame, what up though? He sent this shit earlier today. I'm glad you said that because he texted to us. Jay and What's up, fellas? What up, dog? Hey, uh, just real quick, man. Two episodes into no, that's, uh, the that's season TikTok. two of oh shit, my bad, my bad. I'm out of here, Dave. Oh no, I think that's the one, Dame. Look at oh, your, he yeah, sent it to he us sent it to for, us oh, okay. for Kente. Yep. All right, because I'm like, wait, this don't sound like Dame. Yeah, I think he sent that for Kente. Dame, we appreciate it, dog. I thought he had something for us. Um, all right, well, back to the show. Huh. Few things that I, I want to see more of, man. Um, I want to see more of this whole little like this shit with K9 in the beginning. Um, when the episode opened up, Meech and K9 having a little mini meeting at Dairy Queen. K9 girl is there. Apparently, she don't go nowhere ever. Um, she there bringing Meech ice cream and shit. They chilling. I just felt like K9 was gonna get mad at Meech for some reason. I definitely so that's why I like his character and I think he's crazy because I feel like everything make him snap and I'm sitting there waiting on the snap every time he on the screen, dog. Um, I thought he was gonna get mad at Meech for like telling his girl go get him a spoon or some shit. Yeah, I swear to God, that's why I was like, oh, this, this is what's gonna set him off. I was like, Meech, no, <laughs> like get your own spoon, <laughs> like please, Meech, get your own spoon, dog. He crazy. Um, but that now, didn't. They had Dairy Queen, right? Yeah. Who all got Dairy Queen? Just Meech? No, 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 oh. no. Like oh, like cities? cities? Uh, it's Dairy Queens and in some other cities. I feel like it's Midwestern now. Okay. I feel like it. I don't Because my my growing up experience, Dairy Queen is a part of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a part of the, the whole everything. That's where you got your dip cones and all that shit. It just happened there. Dairy Queens, Baseball the games, the whole nine. Like, yeah. everything is just... And, I mean, walking to school to Cody, we pass. Yeah. A dairy, like, it's just there. And yeah. I'm like, I wonder how many people... Like connect and relate to that yeah. during the eighties for sure. Yeah. 
And like he was um when K9 was talking to me, she was telling him like, yo, uh he was like, yeah, man, you know, having money is just part one. Like, nigga, you want to start utilizing your money and investing in places like this. So then I'm thinking, oh, is this his Dairy Queen that he got some money tied into? I'll be honest, though. Since the drug dealers always diversified. Facts. They always had. Him using diversify your yield sounded way better than when Meech said it. Like, even when you look back at all the old stories and all the old movies, all these drug dealers had a whole bunch of different businesses trying to clean their money. Yeah. But they always had a bunch of different businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, when he was giving them that little game at the beginning, I actually really thought that was dope because it was like, yo, nigga, you want to invest in shit like this in case the streets ever dry up or in case you need to watch wash your money. So it's like, nigga, figure out a, a another fucking route, nigga. This shit ain't always going to be. And it's like knowing what we know about Meech. They did that. I want um I want them to make Meech and T smarter. Mm. And I haven't seen it yet. Mm. You know what I mean? Like their organization was really, really sophisticated. Extremely. Um, and they're not focusing on any kind of sophistication. They just focusing on them bickering and arguing. Yeah. Playing up that feud portion. And I'm thinking like, was it like this the whole time? Yeah. Or because, like, we, you know, clearly what got publicized in the early 2000s was the rift that was taking place at that time. But I... They was... They 30-something years yeah, old at that time. I'm like, I thought early on, you know, outside of some, like, childish shit, because I'm still your big brother type relationship, I thought shit was pretty smooth from what I know. Like, I yeah. don't... No documentary, no book that I've ever read, uh, nothing that I've ever kind of, you know, learned about the early... BMF stages ever mentioned like yeah the two of them was also at odds because the whole time yeah Terry was really trying to break away from that shit after he got shot and Meech was trying to dive head first everything made it seem like they was pretty much on the same page so then I ask well is that them trying to dramatize it up for TV because if they were you know just kind of clicking on all cylinders and all that was it entertaining enough like was it enough story there but then I'm like yeah well, they still built a fucking empire starting here. Like it's not entertaining if they always beefing. Yeah. There's no drama there. Now, if y'all was tight as peas in a pot, and then something happened, I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? It's different when you're telling a story. Yeah. If you seen this great bond between these two characters, and then something happened, and that yeah. was like the downfall, the the, the first domino, or whatever. But yeah. like, it was a very sophisticated operation, and and. It would just be, again, we early in the season. It's two episodes. But, like, when do y'all get to that sophisticated operating? Yeah. Like, we ain't seen it yet. Right now, it still feels very. Also, Terry got a BMF chain in his in his drawer. And last week, y'all just called yourself BMF for the 14th time. Yeah. Like, like I thought y'all. I don't know that Terry was in the record store either one of the times that Meech did a BMF. We are BMF speech. Like, when he get a chain? Why be Mickey don't got a chain? Why he wearing that weak ass T chain? I don't like Meech's Meech chain. I actually think both of them look a little Fake. unbecoming of like. But then that made me mad at Stars yeah, more than like, them because I was like, yo, y'all know y'all could have got because I ain't never seen a picture with them with a chain that says T. Yeah, Meech. And if he had one, if Meech had they, one, all the younger pictures they got gold like a motherfucker, yeah. and it looked gold good. on top of gold. It looked good. Let me see. Let me see. I'm about to find. Young BMF. 
pick. Because I just want to see. All right, BMF change. This type of interior meat. Yeah. I'm looking on Insta. I mean, on the internet right now. Um. Oh no, nah, they do got some meat and T chains. Yeah. Yeah. They look well, like the ones on TV. T got the T, but Meech's just say M. From that, but they still look better than the joints from the show. <laughs> Them joints on the show is not cracking right now. Oh yeah, and here go a better view of a T's T chain. Uh, yeah, I'm mean, similar. I, I don't know why. I don't know. I just feel like the jewelry on the show look, specifically the T and the Meech look mad costumish, and I don't love it. Um, so in that early scene, they're at the Dairy Queen, K9 giving Meech some game, telling him how to do shit. Meech, for no reason at all, pulls out a Crown Royal bag full of cash and says, "Yo, I got most of that." You know, product from the or uh, money from the work that you just gave me. Here you go. He was like, I had a rest of that real soon. Nigga, K9 was like, nigga, give it to me. How I gave it to you? <laughs> give it to me literally flush. I, I need the whole thing at once. Don't pay me back in fucking uh, increments, nigga. This ain't Klarna, nigga. Like, don't Klarna me with the drug money, bro. So while they talking, <laughs> don't don't Klarna me with the dope money, bro. While they talking, a car drives by. Start shooting. Dog busting by itself from the whip. Them niggas get up, start shooting back. Dog pulls off. He driving away. For no reason whatsoever, this nigga stops and gets out the car and runs. And I stood there for 10 minutes trying to figure out why. Nigga did a drive-by in a drop top. <laughs> he wants everybody to see you do With it. no mask, no hat. Nigga ain't having a baseball cap. But not only did you do a drive-by and a drop top, you stopped and got out in the middle of the street. You just left your car. And meet up the blicky. Yeah. You a shooter now? Come on, man. Oh, you a shooter? You Come a shooter? On. And apparently none of you niggas is shooter shooters because everybody missed. Whole car was driving away just fine. I actually think he could have got away scot-free. Why did he get out and start running? Why did his shoe come off? <laughs> and he caught it in the Cinderella. <laughs> I'm like, going to catch that Cinderella look, motherfucker. And then he was like, yo, that's probably somebody pissed at me for shooting that other coach at the basketball game. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. That seems like something that would make a nigga wild uh, and maybe probably a little pissed off. So I get it because you could also assume if he made a bet with the other coach for 20 grand that that nigga sold dope too. Safe fucking bet. Because um, the pro-am player is not making 20000 No, no, not at all. Not enough to fucking be betting like that, man. So then – we go over to the Flannery crib. Lucille cleaning up. She go up in Charles' guitar case. I don't know why, but she found this little porno magazine. First of all, well, she found the little the the the, the guitar pick while she was putting cleaning it back. up. But when you open the guitar case, why you going through shit? Put the pick in and close it back up. Yeah, woman. <laughs> like you open that motherfucker and now you lifting up records and and uh, fucking music. Sheets. I'm on Warstar. This shit say, what was that? These Tubi movies out of pocket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the secrets are out, gang. Yeah, I, I just... All right. She found a flick or the little porno magazine up under his music sheets or whatever. White pornos, too, because <laughs> black ones didn't exist yet. Yeah, yeah. 
Why she was this mad though? Because she's super religious, allegedly. But like, so like that's devil shit. You won't give them no butt. Like you gotta be. It gotta be one. Can't be the other. If it, yeah, either give the nigga some butt, or he gonna watch a flick. He gonna pull out his little white Playboy and go to town. And you just gotta wonder why y'all keep running out of fucking lotion. It's your problem, dog. I don't get it. But she cleaning up. She found the little flick. She basically tell that nigga, like, I can't. Like, you a broke boy. I don't like you no more. She don't get wet for that. Which is wild, though. Because you got wet for that credit card. Broke niggas don't deserve no. I know that's right. I know that's right, nigga. Um, anyway, they got a trip coming up. They're going to see her gra- her mama, Meech and them grandma, in Cleveland. It's her birthday coming up. But it's just her, Nicole, and Meech going. She asked... Uh, Pop, she like, yo, sure you and Terry can't go? He like, no, we got to run a business. Pops, first of all, I ain't seen you drive nobody yet. See Terry out here working. Also, I didn't realize until this episode that Terry fronted everything with his dope money. No, no, no. His money from the uh, lawsuit, Uh the hospital, yeah. But even still, his money. It's very much his money. But you remember Pops had his eye on Terry money the minute old girl said, I can get y'all a hundred grand or whatever the fuck it was. So this is all Terry shit. Dad, I'm going to have a little more say in what we're doing with this. This is my money, bro. He's also a 17-year-old in high school. I mean, but you putting your faith in a business with me. Which is wild. Like That you telling a 17-year-old that you got to act like a businessman. You got to do this. You got to think it is. One, one of us has won a million-dollar business before. Yeah, yeah. And it's not you. Two, we bought four cars and the second driver just got his chauffeur's license last week. I think we might have stepped out there a little aggressively with them. And I'm like, you thought that this was only going by, this was going to be profitable only driving in the hood, Pops? Like, that's what your thought process was? Because when Terry said, yo, the airport, like, to the west side and the east side could really make some dough. No, we need to stay local. Just stay around the neighborhood. Like, it'd be different Bro. if I had, like, some fly-by-night ideas. Yeah. But Terry actually came through. I did this, I did this, I did this. After I did it, so I know it worked. And with like, yeah, with proof. Like, this, the proof is in the pudding, bro. I just got four fares, even though if I was that one, they got to be mad. Like, nigga, why you, this ain't an Uber pool. Why you jump all these other three people in the damn car with me? And they luggage. But I just got four fares from the airport from niggas going to the city who was finna catch the bus. They willing to pay whatever to get dropped off in on the west side, on the east side. Pops, I'm telling you, it's more money in this shit. No, we got to stay around the neighborhood. Why? How much are we going to make? Romulus not that far from... Uh, from the airport. From Down River. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they even course It's not that far. All that shit is 15 minutes to the airport, dog. So it's like, Pops, if you think only driving around E-Course, Taylor, Romulus... Well, is- how about this? How about we run this business? You do yours this way, and I do mine this Pops way. Pops two six three. Yeah, like, damn, my nigga. Dog, yo, they dad being two six three is actually hilarious. <laughs> um, something else that happened right at the top that I was like, okay, when he told her like, yeah, we can't go to Cleveland because we got to say I can run the business. I'm like, do y'all have like appointments? Like, how do you? They was in Cleveland for a day. <laughs> Like, nigga, how much you thought y'all was going to make in that one day? Go with your wife, bro. This is why she won't give you no pussy. I'm not to stay with the money, though. They ain't, he ain't making nothing. That's your mama. Terry made some. <laughs> That's your mama. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never liked her anyway. 
So and when you when you think when we, when they had that conversation, she said, "I was mad at you for marrying that nigga." Yeah, we ain't never got along. Yeah, I could tell that for sure. Yeah, because that nigga been broke his whole life. <laughs> like some people, you don't look like you about to take care of my daughter, bro. I'm not. Hey, she not safe in your hands. I'm gonna ask you this because you my man. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure your answer to this will make some sense. If you win a hundred sixty thousand in a lawsuit, right? I'm painting my living room. Minimum, right? <laughs> I'm getting um, the plaster off the living room. Would you be able to buy your daughter some bras Come with on. 160 racks? Come on, man. Nigga, I'm trying to figure out what keeps happening to their money. So with $160,000, your, 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 like in real life, your first priority is to fix the structural damage of your home. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you fix the structural damage on your home, and then you get out of debt. Yeah. Because once you're out of debt, now what you make at your job is for you. You feel me? Yeah. So now, now you're not in this 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 continual, I'm behind the eight ball, I'm behind the eight ball. And then when you start a business, everything is extra. Yeah. But like you starting a business while you're still in a hole don't make sense. Yeah. Get out the hole, then start the business. Don't buy four cars, buy two cars. Man. Turn turn a little bit of a profit first. Paint your living room. <laughs> like, for real. It's 1989. The house ain't but $20,000. Yeah. We just gave you 160. But hold up, though, because this is where my issue comes with their financials. Meech already paid the house off when y'all was finna get evicted. He saved y'all, and then y'all got mad because they had already came off the bank and they couldn't stop it. That nigga paid y'all mortgage off with one day's work and still bought out that day. So, y'all mortgage paid off. Only two of your kids live there now. Um, it ain't like none of them niggas in private school. Y'all ain't paying for that. I don't really understand. Oh, and then y'all just got 160000 and both parents is working. Let's keep, it a, let's keep it a buck. Mom and dad, you the reason that Meech and T got into selling drugs. Come on, now. Because you've, and matter of fact, Hornsby. Mm. Damn, this is going to sound tough. Because these people is real people here. Yeah, no, we talking about Hornsby, not uh, real Charles Flannery. But in the, on this TV show, you failed as a father and yeah. as a man. Yeah. Because you could not, you had more children than you can take care of. Yeah. Uh, remember when they was opening that refrigerator, wasn't never nothing in that motherfucker. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You did not do your job, so they tired of being poor, start selling drugs at a young age. That's yeah. your fault. Yeah. That's your responsibility, rather. That's your responsibility. Yeah. And you bad with money. Like, Bro. you bad with money. Because we just gave you a lump sum of money, and you didn't pay off your debt. Yeah. Yeah. $160,000. How much debt I wouldn't have, have no debt for $160,000. I don't have $160,000. I have about $160,000, including my crib. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm all I got. I'm trying to figure out how much debt they have. That's what got me confused, because I'm like, yo... If Meech paid the house off, which had been the fucking big like point of contention in season one. Yeah, don't got a car note. Yeah, don't got a car note. Well, now you do because you just bought four fucking cars. Fuck. Um, four cars with two drivers, and then y'all couldn't agree four on- Four cars who, with one driver license. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because you ain't no- I'm still trying to figure out, was it legal for Terry to be driving? Like, not even on no funny shit. The nigga eye is fucked up. Like- <laughs> Legally blind? Like, bro, like, real shit. Like, not that he's- 
unable to see or drop. But I'm like, they ain't recommend no glasses. He got these fucking new Cardis on. He got one eye. He 30 years ahead in these yays, which is still <laughs> tripping me out. This nigga got buffs on the entire episode. But then the he got buff arms. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> buff arms. Nigga got buff arms. With gazelle lenses. I don't I'm like, fucked up in the head. What's right? going on? Dog, I don't. He got the Kadeem Hardison's on with the buff arms, nigga. Yo. Yo. <laughs> buff arms is crazy. Because <laughs> I keep. Somebody, somebody hit us up and said they keep seeing advertisements for air quotes buffs yeah. on Instagram. Uh, they $10 right now. Uh, I'm buying 50 pairs. <laughs> So, uh, well, not nah, that's, that's a little too much money to pay. <laughs> that's a little too much money to pay on to spend on fake buffs and shit. But Bro, we, we, when we do our Buffy awards, yeah, no, anybody who gets a Buffy award from uh, Anna J is has to post a picture wearing the fakes. Yeah, and if you don't, I'm gonna tell niggas. You Actually, you got when you fakes. subscribe to the Patreon, we send you a pair of fake buffs. <laughs> <laughs> we send you a pair of buffs with your Patreon. Yeah. Don't wear them nowhere. Like, please. Don't tell them you got it from us. <laughs> Yo, matter of fact, only wear them if you're not in the Detroit market. I'm going to put Twick on all of them. Yeah. So it's not trying to be real. You need to know that these is not real. Only wear them if you're in the Detroit market. Like, I don't want y'all to start doing that. Or if you're not in the Detroit market. Like, if you in Charlotte, you can get the uh, This Week in Culture buffs off. Because we sending them out. You two can go crazy in your this city. This week in buffs. Yeah. But if you in Detroit, like, please don't wear them buffs we send you. Because they not going to be real, dog. And you might get fucking talked the about. The other niggas wearing theirs. Those aren't really. So. Also a fact. <laughs> also a fact. I mean. Because where you get lime green from? A nigga didn't got curious off that $10 and was like, let me try. A, a nigga didn't got pussy off that $10. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas is going crazy, dog. Yo, man, I swear to God, if Tom Brady win this fucking game tonight, bro, that's an aside. I just got an ass alert on my why phone. You, why you don't think he didn't pay off the debt? Bro, I'm trying to figure out what debt State Daddy got. His, he ain't made a logical decision. He hired some white bitch from work because she, she got kids. And, nigga, him and the mama work. They was up at the crack of dawn getting uh, croissants or whatever the fuck they had and coffee the other morning before they both went to work. Where is y'all money going, dog? Because we already we blamed Lucille last season, which was rightfully so. Because, hey, I was giving you my fucking money, my whole check for the mortgage, and you wasn't paying that shit. My nigga, this ain't the first time she opened up a credit card in her daughter's name. Come on now. She did that shit too smooth. Come on, nigga. That's where the fucking money went to. Fam, so we, me and you have been working a long time, right? I done worked at plenty retail stores. You just said you worked at Sears. I worked at Target. I worked at fucking Best Buy. I worked at all the places that will offer you a credit card while they ringing you up. Normally, you got to give a little bit of your speech. That motherfucker said, well, you can save 20% off. You open a store credit card. I'll be right back. We finna go get some better bras, nigga. Go grab We about to get more stuff. She was like, and we gonna get some clothes and shoes. Don't tell your daddy. Nigga found a, a fucking uh, a, a nasty magazine and went and spent the, spent the bag. <laughs> yeah. If you would've just bust that shit open for him, yeah. <laughs> you would've saved money yeah. and your relationship. If, if, your, if your wife finding the flick... Is enough for her to just go spend all your money, nigga. Nigga, don't we'll look at my homeless. browsing history. <laughs> we'll be fucking homeless. <laughs> we'll be out the street. Yeah, no, nah, we'll be out here like Lamar, nigga. We'll be out here like Hornsby. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Living with the pastor and shit. Come on, man. Yo, he was staying in Snoop basement, <laughs> which was wild because you ain't like Snoop early last season. Somehow, Jalen Rose going to be in this one of these episodes. Too. Yeah, I know, and I'm not, I'm not loving it. The only character I, I'm looking forward to 
her like guest appearance is Monique. Um, cause she's going to be like an Atlanta strip club owner who helps them start like moving to Atlanta, which we know that's going to become like a huge part of BMS. So I just want to see how they start incorporating Atlanta and St. Louis. I want to see how that, how that works. Dog. Uh, LA shit where they went and got their plug from. Nigga. Um, yeah, I'm very curious there, dog. All right. So Mom goes to, to Sears with Nicole. They go over there. They go get the bras. She get the credit card. Y'all doing a lot to be going to your grandma fucking... Uh, Why you need a new bra to go to an 85th birthday party? Like, you don't. The little bra that you hate that you've been wearing all week fits tonight, nigga. You can wear that motherfucker in the car. It's five hours. You'll be all right, dog. I ain't love it. Y'all niggas going getting a new bra to go stand in your mama living room. And also... It's just me. And I know it's 1989. I get it. It's a different era. But I was alive in 89. Enough to know what I'm about to say is real. If you're going to go ahead and put some fucking bullshit credit card in my name, do better than Sears if we're getting some fits. Because uh, at Sears, I'm scared you finna get a washer or a damn dryer or a fucking something, nigga. In 89, Sears had legitimately every single thing. Yeah, no, they did. But I want better clothes and shoes than Sears if you're going to open a credit card for it, nigga. Any place that you would have went Hudson's to. was open, nigga. True that. If we're going to get the credit card, let's go get some better clothes and shoes than the fucking Sears, nigga. If you're going to go out your way, go out crazy. Sears always been the spot for kids' clothes, though. <sighs> I don't know. Well, I ain't got kids. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. Shit. Take me to Mervyn's if we back in 89, nigga. <laughs> let's go crazy over there, dog. But she got the little 20. She did all that for 20% off. Nigga say 20 bucks off <laughs> Yo. She went and spent 300 more dollars To save 20 Spend 300 to save 60 <laughs> If you don't sit your ass down somewhere. Oh shit um, Let's talk about uh, B. Mickey and, and Officer Bryant man, Cause he seemed to have this nigga About a balls and I don't understand Why we're here dog um, B. Mickey go see his mama At the hospital She ain't doing that great They kicking it and then he sees some flowers in her room, and he like, yo, who sent you them? She like, oh, some handsome fella. Well, we find out it was Officer Bryant. He waiting on me, Mickey, in the parking lot, basically on some, I'm letting you know I can get to your mama. And it's like, what you going to do? You going to beat her up? You going to arrest her? She don't know shit. She ain't did nothing. Now, Officer did make a really good point. What you, what, what you do with the drug money, my nigga? Valid. Because this is the most rundown piece. What are you doing with the money? Valid. It's fucking valid. Um, you don't got like a, <clears throat> a whole bunch of jewelry. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with the money? You don't even have a BMF chain. So. It ain't the crib. Yeah. It ain't the cars. Where Though that car he got, it's probably a new car looking, but like it looked like an old car to us, but like. Yeah. But like, what, what are you doing with the Where money? Where the bread at? Like, help me find the bread, dog. Um, and he also was just like, yo. You giving me all these little bullshit little pieces, dog. So I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you. I need some real info on Meech in why the next 48 hours. He he kind of hype over Meech. But and why? I thought about this by the end of the episode. I said, is there no other crime going on downriver during this period? Because I feel like they got some other cases to investigate. He I, mad because Meech hold him. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. I know. I it just clicked. It's because of the cop getting killed. That's what they on. Oh, yeah. They yeah. on that energy. Because I'm like, why they going this hard at but Meech? They know old girl killed the cop. Literally had her prints and all that shit. Like, 
Yeah. So we back to square one. Cause you Why know you Kato so mad at Meech? Yeah. And I'm like, you mad at B Mickey? Meech told him basically, told him I own you, nigga. We've been doing this shit together. We was working together, bro. Now you after me like you've been a saint this whole time. And guess what? B Mickey the one to kill that nigga. Come on. And you know he did, cause that's the same gun. Like I didn't do it. Come on, man. Everything I told you was the truth. Nah. You told me don't kill him. I did not. You got B Mickey. Like make the arrest. And then if you really want Meech, yo, do like every other cop show in the history of cop shows. Arrest that nigga and charge him and then ask him to talk. You telling that nigga to talk while he free. <laughs> I'm not talking, nigga. I'm going to keep giving you bullshit. Yeah, I'll give you a little weak-ass trap house that ain't no real work in. Nigga, you going to grab two fucking keys. Waste your time, nigga. And he was trying to give up Meech, though. Yeah. Meech would have been back. Like, damn. He ain't even going to make the play. Like, damn, nigga, you were supposed to bring the word to Cleveland, bro. Like, I'm not in the game. Facts. But if I'm in the game and I'm compromised, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. I'm leaving town because you got me on two murders. Yeah. I'm not telling and I'm getting the fuck out of town. I'm going to go lay low somewhere. Yeah. Maybe I'll start up, but I'll run oh, uh, uh, Cleveland yeah. or some shit. Talk to your mans. Yeah. Tell them the police jammed you up. Nigga, why you fucking so adamant about... Yo, I'ma have my cousin out in Cleveland run shit. And he ain't really in the game like that. He sell a little bullshit weed or he knows some niggas who sell weed. Cause he ain't one of them. Like, why you trust your cousin to boost up what y'all started in fucking Michigan? Nigga, why don't you send Lil Zane or somebody out there? Hey, go meet the connect. Go find you a little cheap apartment or some shit, nigga. Get get posted up. Make your way around the city, nigga. You see the crew out there. Come on, nigga. You know they're going to try to press. You got to build a crew. Nigga, Meech got pressed. Out there trying to fucking do shit. Them niggas was like, oh, okay, yeah, the work is good. You know what? Now we renegotiate. I 100% thought he about to fuck up the work for K9. Yeah. And I was like, how is this going? Yeah. We, we, like, we know that he didn't kill Meech. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, how is this going to work out? Is you going to kill yeah. K9 now? And that's how you the man? K9 like, really got a shit, nigga. <laughs> like, like, I'm worried about this nigga killing niggas who I know is alive. <laughs> like, we just was talking about fucking uh, interviewing Terry. I'm like, yo, man, I really hope you don't do nothing to cheat, dog. Swear to God, bro. Um, I didn't love the idea of having a little cousin who you barely fucking talk to. Who worked the video store? But he wanted to sell. Set up shop. Yeah, like. But he sell weed. Yeah, yeah. But it just that seemed like a stretch for niggas who trying to build. To your point, send a crew out. Once you go out there and make the connection, yo, my niggas would be out here with the fucking pack. Meach and T is kids. Yeah. And y'all ain't never ran a crew. The way that y'all be running y'all crew. Yeah. Ain't been working. Yeah. On some fifty boy shit. Now you trying to branch out. Niggas not about to lay down for you. Yeah. And you nonviolent. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed obvious that Meech and when Terry came to Cleveland that they was on some bullshit out there. Like y'all, it seemed a little like even Meech mama looked at him talking to little cuz a little too excited. Like, you know what's interesting? I just thought about hmm. when uh, last week when you said uh, you, you we played the audio of uh, Meech saying um, his father ain't never been punched in the stomach. Yeah, that yeah. Shit. And how your father views himself and how people view him is it seems like it's important to him. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Why would you get on TV or whatever you said and say 50 your pops? Even if you don't mean it, 
Well, even if you do mean it, just based on the fact that how that can possibly make your father look. That's an angle. You know That's what I'm something saying? I hadn't thought I just, about. I just yeah. thought about that right then. Because yeah. he's like, yo, I ain't like how they you, they punch you. you know, ain't no my nigga ain't never punched me in my stomach. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like how, don't I don't want no other nigga. I don't want you saying, whether, yeah. whether that's the truth or not. In public, that could make Because I'm sure Meech is is very appreciative of whatever 50's done for, for Lil sure. Meech and his career and helping him just as a man out here, nigga. He, but but he, you can't replace me. Yeah. Because I'm still here. And I'm a. Uh, Even though physically I'm here and yeah, I, I, yeah. I cannot be an active role. Well, I don't know how active you can be yeah. from prison. It worked for some people, some people it worked don't. for me. I'm a living testament to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it don't work for everybody. Yeah, that's you know a what I'm fact. Saying? Like that's from the fact. child. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've seen it firsthand. was like, nigga, you can't tell me what do you even hear. Shit don't always resonate. Yeah, uh, it so don't. I just thought that just came to me. But like, even if that's how you feel, don't, don't, don't. That could. I wonder how your pops feel. Yeah, when when they get back to him, yeah, because clearly there's some pride there, and he takes some pride in, in like being your pops. He even got your son out there stealing car radios. <laughs> 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 you feel um, let's see. Oh, so do you believe that uh, the scene with Terry and Lala, where he go up there, yo, I want to add another. Driver to our policy, whatever, whatever. First of all, how you add another driver and y'all hadn't hired nobody yet? I ain't get. To, oh no, he was like, how much would the premium be if I added another driver? Um, and then they get to talking. He make a joke about her orchid still being dead. And then he started telling her, you know, hey, we trying to expand. She like, oh, you need to go to the airport. What kind of orchid is that? Is it a black orchid? The dead one. Because the Black Orchid was a popular strip club back in those days. I mean, two of my cousins used to work there. <laughs> that, that was an eight-month boy, wasn't it? I think so. I feel like it, yeah. I feel like I used to. I was too young to go there, but my I had two of my cousins. I used to uh, dance there. Yeah, Hold they on. like to forget that portion of their lives at this age, but no, we fifty now. So <laughs> no Black Orchid strip club. Yo, what if Monique work at the Black Orchid and shit? That actually be really funny. So we got a Black Orchid cabaret on Livernois. It could be it too. That could be it. Um, they lost also, our license. Now we just. They also say the old Black Orchid is now a restaurant called Dollar Bill. That has. I'm a, telling Dollar Bill too. Got a chicken and waffle. It's uh, right on Plymouth. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but. This nigga, uh, Terry, going there, he kicking it with her, and then she was telling him, like, yo, if you go to city and metro airport, like, you can get way more money. You go east to west, like, people willing to pay more. You got to provide them an experience, da-da-da. Chocolates and the candy. Yeah, yeah, you got to, because he was like. She's not lying about that candy. That candy good as hell, and I, you, 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 you usually only see that shit around Christmas. Yeah. Because we have some of the bitches that work for Christmas yeah, and my, they fire. My mom keeps the Ferrero Rocher joints in the basement. She typically only breaks them out around the holiday. But if I go over there on like fucking May 5th or some shit, I might grab they one. got a little peppermint. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. But um, Lala told him like, yo, you need to like, you know, really get some refreshments, do do do, just kind of switch your shit up. Terry say, oh, well, why don't we go grocery shopping on your lunch? I don't think she would have went. She ain't been giving this nigga no convo, no run, no nothing. She kind of. 
But like up until the nicest thing she said to that nigga up until they went was, "Oh, thanks for sending them referrals. I made a nice bonus." Why she keep talking about her bonus to this nigga? Well, even when she was, even when she showed him the ring, gets that little cute, that little laughing. smirk. But I don't, I don't know that she would have went nowhere with him this quick. That's what felt like kind of. But see, but you looking like, oh, at turning. her? You looking at her while she at work? Probably because she forty. <laughs> Five, but like the outside of work version of her, yeah, she a ghost. She in the streets, she, yeah, she, yeah. She in the street, and she yeah. know who he is. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? So it's like, oh yeah, I go. Yeah. Oh, it's cute. And because I'm older, which is gonna be really nasty, by the way. Yep. Because uh, yep. he's only seventeen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's but somebody wife. It's the Carmelo Anthony short. Um, this is a fact. <laughs> uh, and she's somebody wife. Yeah. And she, if he in the game, well, I can take advantage of this little nigga. He gonna yeah. come and take all this money. And Terry took her advice, dog. He he got the you know refreshments, some Ferrero Rocher, some little expensive chocolates, got some fruit. He did all that shit, put it in the back seat of the car for uh, for clients. And then he was going to the airport, even though his dad ain't think it was a good idea. Kept going, nigga. Fuck that. I'm gonna build up this clientele. Apparently, he finna make these niggas the extra drivers, nigga, because he's because, starting to build relationships. She, she basically told him. My nigga, you need a. She told him all the shit that you hear on social media currently. Yeah. You need a niche. You know what I'm saying? So that nigga Something diversify that you don't... his yields out here. I'm like, all right, dog. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, no, what you really need to do is work on your brand. Like, I don't think the word brand was out in 1989. I just don't, dog. I mean, it was. We know it was. But not but for us. Nobody was using <laughs> that. Like, especially about no damn. Uh, well, I don't know. Car service. Uh, what did uh, what did he say about the Blue Magic? That shit is a brand name. I mean, well, <laughs> Frank Lucas was different with the Blue Magic Pepsi speech. You know nigga. what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think Lala was giving the Pepsi speech that shit right now. Shit is a now, brand nigga. name. Blue Magic. They worked. They nigga. They met down in Vegas one time. You know hey, what I'm saying? hey. Um, That's what the players meet? Terry down at the airport. He had fucked up one of the flyers. Um, it was another car service that had they flyers uh, at the insurance company or whatever. He crossed out their name and wrote Flannery Family Service on there. Look cheap and weak as fuck. I don't think you're going to get any real clients from that, Terry. That's my opinion. And then the one nigga kind of yoked him up and was like, hey, nigga, don't fuck with our flyers again. And I'm like, Terry, why you ain't just going to make some flyers? But like, y'all own little pamphlets. I get that. But, like, my nigga, you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I mean, like, stop. Like, he was like, all right, all right, whatever. And then was like, hey, yo, uh, <laughs> my man's like, my nigga, I'm not scared of you. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is you talking to me? I get Unless it. Unless you work for the mob, you better come correct. Also true. Because you're going to think this shit's sweet. And also true. You're going to catch a hot one. Um, Meech and them is in Cleveland. Meech trying to set shit up through his cousin. His cousin's intro or cousin introduces him to the little local crew out there or whatever that he get his weed from. And uh, they make a little play. Meech like, yo, I'm a hat of work. Come out here. I just wanted to do a fucking gentleman's, you know, convo with y'all. Tell y'all what I got, nigga. And he was like, my shit pure than what you going to get out here. They like, no, nah, our shit 60%. He's like, nigga, that's nothing. Like, I got Step the, on that bitch three times and it's still better than I 60%. got the best work out here, nigga. So he, he had, well, the plan was to have B. Mickey bring the keys out. They was going to work that shit out like that. B. Mickey got caught up in this Detective Bryant shit and this whole thing. So then Terry don't really, again, he was trying to just warn them niggas that it's roadblock set up and all he this called shit. Him. Called him. Called him. Nigga, get the fuck off my phone. Nigga went to the uh, radio store. Be Mickey wasn't there yet. Lil Zane like, nigga, I'm making the move. Lil Zane, no, you're not. That's, no, you're not. Yo, 
I'm confused as to why y'all niggas think y'all can talk to me this way. I'm confused as to why y'all niggas aren't working. Why are y'all standing in here smoking every day on some uh, how high shit? Even if I'm not a part of it, like, who yeah. the fuck y'all, y'all niggas think y'all You two niggas to? is workers. Let's be very clear. For me and my brother. Workers or not, I will fuck you up. Also that. Y'all both half my size standing on top of each other's shoulders. Yeah. We we not playing that game. I didn't like how they talked to Terry. Like he ain't fucking build this whole shit up, nigga, brick by brick. But this is also that was also Terry's issue that he that he ain't getting no respect. Yeah, man. But that's your fault if people don't respect you. Yeah, shit. Do like your brother. Start threatening these motherfuckers. I don't know. They'll kill a nigga in public. (laughs) That's what you. Or that. (laughs) Meat shot niggas right in in front of the fucking bar. Um. So when that when he realized, all right, I can't find B Mickey. We can't get to work out here. My brother gonna get fucked up. Cause he either ain't gonna have the drugs out there that he's supposed to be selling to this crew, or if B Mickey take this shit out there, he ain't gonna be aware of these fucking uh little roadblocks and shit, and he gonna get caught by the cops. So fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself. So he go to the crib, tell Wanda like, hey, why don't you pack a bag for you and Terry Jr. Let's go surprise my mom and my grandma. Let's go to Cleveland. Cool. Not cool putting the bricks in the fucking uh, can of baby formula. Here's why that wasn't cool. Because, nigga, you ain't bring no formula. <laughs> you brought all fucking bricks in the cans of the baby formula. Like, nigga, you can't pour out three things of formula, bro. Like, bring one real can of formula. So when somebody grabs it, they don't almost feed your son a bottle full of uh, Coke. Because that's the fuck almost happened, dog. You look crazy, nigga. And now you got your mama looking nuts. Let's talk about this scene, though. Okay. Because this shit was crazy. So he get out there. Meech come outside. Nigga, what the fuck is you doing here? Nigga, like, I brought them girls for you. And nigga was like, be no, Mickey no, no, was supposed no, no, to bring no, no. this shit. I'm talking about the scene where it was like an episode of Full House. And all three of them moving in slow motion. And when they turn around and see the work. At the, at the same time. And they all, I thought somebody was going to die for it. Like, chum, chum. So he told him I got the girls. He gave Meech the bag. Apparently, Meech took the bag in the house and sat it down around the whole family. Fucking problem number two with this whole shit. Then him and the cousin come back two minutes later. One of the cans is missing from the bag. Now they all going all over the house looking for the can, looking for the can. And then they all turn toward fucking Lucille and Grandma. Lucille and Grandma got the baby and they making a bottle of crack formula, nigga. And everybody here hit with that. No. Bro, this shit was so dramatic, dog. For no reason. First of all, nigga, I can't believe that you would take a diaper bag full of crack and sit that bitch in the living room. Also, how you know how many bags of crack I got? Yeah, no, one of the cans is missing. How you know how many cans was in here? How you know? I just handed you the bag. We ain't talk about you like You didn't know how many I brought how many cans I brought out the house would be like You didn't even open them. You sat it in the living room and went and grabbed your cousin and then came back and the can was gone. It must have been something that was edited out. Like, how did you know how many cans it was? I just don't see. He why. just eyeballed the work. Was like, yeah, that's 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 about seventy five percent of that's sixty that's sixty six percent of a key. Eyeballing the work in a uh, formula <laughs> can is <Infamil>. crazy. <laughs> that infamil can that's crazy, dog. Niggas is getting their shit off too sick for me, bro. Um, all right. So they do that. He don't feed the baby crack. That's cool. I personally thought that whole scene was kind of unnecessary. Um, you thought the nigga was going to jail? Oh, uh, when um, he went to the step point, the step 
uh, the step, the uh, checkpoint. T and his baby and his mama, um, baby mama rather. I didn't only because they kept like showing the officer look back in the back seat at the baby. Like he kept glancing back there, like he was gonna be like, "All right, they got a baby." Um, I'm thinking like, "Yo, he gonna he about to fuck it up with his baby mama and." You you gonna do this? To, you gonna put I, the? I did want her to check him about that. I didn't think this would be the scene that they got caught with. I don't think she know. Yeah, but I'm like, I thought maybe somebody might figure it out when they was at grandma's house and they, because I'm like, what did you feed him? You ain't bring no formula. You run to the stove. What did you feed the baby, dog? But when he was so emphatic about, let me make that. Let me make that. <laughs> what if you put the baby for? In the crack bag. Oh my god! It's <laughs> not a baby formula. Got a little a little oh bit of crack god. in it. Yeah, they just switched the. <laughs> well, they be saying put some uh, whiskey on the teething ring, nigga. Put a little bit of that work on there, nigga. Not a baby face numb. Yeah, the first person to find that shit out was wild. <laughs> Cause why you tried that? <laughs> why you attempted that with your baby? That's a little bit of baby, <laughs> a fucking baby, man. That's crazy. Um, you know so what's also wild? Was that totally random? First nigga to make scrambled eggs. Cause why'd you do that? <laughs> to yoke up for no reason. Like nigga. you just like this. You, you gonna take a chicken, take his fucking embryo. You got a little chicken abortion in a plan <laughs> with some fire on it. Why'd you do that, dog? <laughs> nigga beats chicken up. Uh, like why'd you do that? Those other wild. Was that this the first nigga to eat toast? Cause you just took the bread out the oven and you was like, let's heat this shit up. Nah, we'll put butter <laughs> like, on that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> what y'all doing, dog? What was y'all putting jam on before the toast? <laughs> like, like, who knew? It was like, yo, if we crush some grapes up and put it on this bread that we we took out the oven and then we gonna put that bitch back in the little miniature oven. That, like, it's wild shit. Nah, the the first nigga, the creators, first nigga in, uh, in prison. Who took some fruit from the cafeteria and put that bitch in the sunlight till it became fucking liquor? <laughs> and you oh, made- I did that shit by mistake, Nick. <laughs> first, when I uh, I had a Jack Lalanne juicer and shit. It's on the Fourth of July, <laughs> hot as fuck, right? It was in my apartment in Royal Oak, and um, I, I juiced a bunch of grapes. You feel me? Also, I bought like forty dollars worth of grapes by mistake. Yeah, like I misread the sign. It said ten for ten. I thought 10 bags for $10. That's not what it meant, okay? So once I got up there and it was like $45, I couldn't put it back because I looked like I was I was a broke boy. Yeah. Broke. You had to get and it. it was somebody behind me. So I did all that. Basically, I made the, the grape juice, right? Yeah. Uh, wipe grape juice. And uh, the shit was great, but it was on 4th of July. So I went out to a barbecue, you feel me? And I turned the air conditioning off because oh, who the fuck want to save money? I mean, I'm going to save some. Man. And long story short, I come back about 10 o'clock and my apartment smelled like liquor. Nigga, that shit fermented quick as fuck. Uh, in the back of the, because I didn't, I didn't clean out the juicer. <laughs> okay? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't clean out the back. You know what I'm saying? The little grape pills. Nigga, that shit had started fermenting immediately, dog. I've been uh, in a hot ass apartment for six or seven hours. Probably didn't do it any good, but like, that's, I can see where that that mistake comes from. I've done it, but I did it on purpose. Cause <laughs> my dad taught me how to do it after he got. It looked the him and my granddad actually both told me, and I remember saying like, "Why was you doing it?" He was like, "Man, you know how much you sell a little three ounces of this." I was like, "You were selling three ounce like packs of <laughs> a liquor, shot, like <laughs> not even a shot. That's a bathroom cup." Man. I was like, "Bro, that's the fucking uh, mouthwash cup, nigga. You in there at the dentals?" Yeah. Oh man. Um. Did you predict this shit happening with Meech and that little crew trying to fuck him over? 
I did. I'm like, my nigga, you out here solo. You with your cousin who they clearly don't respect. He a fucking nigga that sell little dime bags for them probably. What you thought was finna happen, Meech? I did think when they when they geeked up, he was gonna pull the blick out. Just on some like, yo, nigga, I ain't afraid. And like he not that he stood there looking scared, but like up something real quick. Nigga, he just like, oh, I bet. I'm thinking like, damn, you just fucked the money up. Nah. Man. I did like his get back though. I'm at your mama house. He did what Detective Bryant did. Your mom can get touched, nigga. Play if you want to, dog. I'm in this bitch helping with groceries and drinking water, nigga. What's up? But it's also kind of unrealistic. Because how did you get back to Cleveland? Well, it's unrealistic. I can see that happening. But as soon as you leave, I'm killing your little cousin. <laughs> and now I'm back to man. Talking about you work for my cousin now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not how it works. You talking about dog with the teeth? Okay. Because I can just find out where he lives at. I'm sure I know where he lives. And I'm going <laughs> to go shoot the house up. Nigga. That's your grandma's house, right? <laughs> yeah. And now none of them live here no more. <laughs> now they live with the Lord. <laughs> nigga, how about that? Oh that was the whole, yeah, now he work for you. <laughs> like, do he? <laughs> or am I about to kill him? You got to send a crew with him. Then that'd be different. But Fam, just him? Your cousin didn't even know what diversify your yield meant. He was how you talking over my head. He was talking over everybody's head, little cuz. That nigga don't know what he's talking about. It's 1989. Yo, you know what I noticed, though? What's that? That niggas on TikTok watch a YouTube video, and then they get on TikTok and repeat the YouTube video, and then Mm. they blow up. We might need to do that. And, like, that's what Meech did. (laughs) (laughs) He heard somebody give him the game, and then he just repeated it in his own words. (laughs) Don't know what he talked about. Well, it didn't even fit the context. Like (laughs) He just wanted to get it off. K-9 was like, yeah, man, you know, get you a little business to invest in like this. Have some money just in case. Wash your drug money. Now you can diversify your yield. (laughs) Meech said, he was like, yeah, nigga. He was like, you work at a video store. What you need to do is diversify your yields and start selling crack. It was like, wait, <laughs> that don't match. Don't. <laughs> like, and then I ain't love their little plan because it was like, all right, nigga, it's one thing to come in there and ask for the deluxe. Y'all was doing that little bullshit at the truck asking for the fucking super burger or whatever that shit yeah. was called. Cool. Why you giving them videotape boxes, though? <laughs> like, them got to be accounted for. <laughs> They can't just take all the empty videotape boxes with the crack in it. Nigga. Y'all got to figure out something else. Or uh, you gotta buy, you gotta rent a video too. Two dollars, bring, bring that shit back. <laughs> Do we trust cokeheads to bring the work back? <laughs> well, if you don't bring the work, you don't bring the plastic back. Then Come you on. can't get no more work. Yeah, bring my crack back, dog. Um, side note, family, that family video, yeah, is a front. Oh, nigga, it's like why it's are too there many still of them. video? Just too many of them. If Blockbuster is not around, why the fuck is family video around? It's too many of them. I don't trust it at all. It's a human trafficking front. Got yeah, I, I don't trust it at all. But I want to talk about the big scene, dog. Mom and Nicole and Meech get back. Well, Mom and Nicole get back. She said Meech dropped them off, and apparently that nigga zoomed back out to fucking Cleveland. Um, but they get back, and she threw on something sexy for Charles. <laughs> and I'm about to play this scene because I thought this shit was one of the greatest scenes in the history of television, nigga. That's a mighty fine-looking nightgown. Nobody's ever said that's a fine-looking nightgown. It's just a wild thing to say. <laughs> like, nightgown don't sound fine, dog. You like it? 
I do. <laughs> That's just how freaky. Why they put on their porno voice? <laughs> she must have read one of the magazines. Hello. <laughs> That's a mighty fine looking nightgown. You like it? She moans. I do. I do. Thank you. Did you buy it with the credit card you opened on our daughter's name? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Ch Charles knows all the ways to make the coochie dry up faster than humanly possible. I'll be honest with you, dog. Yeah. I'd have mentioned that shit right after I fucked. <laughs> like, right after? Most niggas would, because this, he got every right to be mad at this. But Charles, nigga, she just moseyed up to you, titties all out, in the Sears nightgown. She ready to get you to work. Whatever you into. And that nigga said... All the take you spend a little money on her. Unbeknownst to her. Did you buy it with the credit card you opened up in Nicole's name? Shit. Dog, that nigga Charles be making a pussy How dry as fuck. How did they fuck. get that credit card bill statement to their house that quick? I bro. mean, nigga, Sears gotta be around the corner, nigga. My nigga, when I was there in the early 2000s, we were still hand like when you made a a, a transaction at the register, yeah. your credit card number was on the receipt that I turned into the into the thing every night. I wonder do Nicole even know she got a credit card, nigga. God damn. Huh. I right. mean when credit scores ain't really a thing, everybody also can get a credit fact, card. Like, also a fact. I was just trying to measure up to all those women you've been fantasizing about. Don't do that. Don't do that. Gaslighting. Don't, yeah, don't gaslighting. Gaslight. Gaslight. Because, no, don't gaslight me now. All right? Because just because you just seen. She thinks she a table flipper. She thinks. Come on, dog. no table flipper. Nigga, you opened the credit card in our daughter name, and now it's my fault you standing here in this little loose nightgown looking like Jill Scott while I get married. It's a great thing of ping pong, though. I mean. This is Malcolm and Marie. Nigga, this is Venus and Serena. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Flip it back on her, Charles. I was cleaning up the other day, and I and I saw those dirty magazines. Why she out of breath? <laughs> Lying. <laughs> she about to lie. Beans <laughs> in your guitar case. Well, I wouldn't have to buy them damn things if you didn't treat having sex with me like a chore. Fifteen love. <laughs> Yo, that's how you gaslight back. Gaslight back, Charles. Yeah. Fight I back. I want to make myself vulnerable for you. For you to take me however you want me. We be fucking. We got way too many kids. I'm way more kids than we can afford. Like I've we was seen every part. You should have been vulnerable. Low key, time. you should have stopped giving me the pussy a long time ago, nigga. <laughs> we can afford some groceries on this one, nigga. Our livelihood is vulnerable. Okay, because <laughs> nigga, this bills. She said, <laughs> "I want you to take me however you want me." Charles was sitting there like, "Damn, bitch, you seen page nineteen on the magazine?" Like it's only been three weeks, nigga. I, I took you. <laughs> I'll bring you back. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, I took you and I brought you back. What the fuck? Oh shit, what's wrong with me sometimes? It's just, it's just so hard to do everything for everybody all the time. Bitch, you won't do nothing. Bitch, I seen everything everywhere all at once, nigga. Don't copy that. Um, also, what do that got to do with you giving me some coochie? Nigga, it was three in the morning. Wasn't nobody asking you to do shit? 
What they pay down at the Wendy's, though? <laughs> why you don't be bringing me no fucking Dave singles? Fam, why don't you bring food home? You ain't brought a spicy chicken to this bitch? Yo, you remember when Wendy's had the dog-ass spicy chicken? Dream bacon cheeseburger used to be the best thing smoking. Come on, man. With a frosty nigga? Oh, man. my God. Best $2. Oh, look at him. St. Lucille made some sacrifices, and now she wants praise from the Pope. That was a bar. <laughs> it was a little harsh. 45 love. <laughs> it was a little harsh. Talk to me like that. She ain't like that. That smut. Don't talk about them young ladies. <laughs> now you want to go back to the yeah. magazines. We talking about you. Now the magazines are smut and you standing here in a uh, Sears lingerie. Like, come on now. You and your nightgown. I Take this shit back. Where the tag at? This is you breaking our vows. No, this is you breaking the law. <laughs> game <laughs> set <laughs> match. <laughs> Point game, motherfucker. <laughs> like, game flinnery. <laughs> like, yo, what we playing 21 when you get 19? <laughs> dog. Like, you can't, you gotta win by two. That yeah. nigga just went for it. <laughs> Shit. And screwing up the cold future. You just thinking about yourself, and you embarrassed about what everybody else thinks about you. Oh no, you talking about yourself now? Oh, 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 oh I'm talking about myself. Emma, Emma. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you wanna? <laughs> you literally broke down to your mom about not being what everybody thought she was gonna be, and not measuring up, and you want her to be proud and shit. Charles didn't break down to your mama. He don't even like your mama. Yeah, so your mama. And your mama don't never, like him. He ain't never been shit. Charles always been broken. Your mama the only one who knew it. Because it seems to me that we are just two peas in a pod. We used to be. Mm. Do you remember? We used to be everything. I remember when you used to like me. A bar. I'm your husband, Lucille. And it would be nice if every once in a while you wanted me like I want you. A bar. Because he ain't asking for nothing but a little reciprocity, dog. And that's words, Lauren, nigga. She couldn't even gaslight him. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. That's that be they go to nigga. all the time when they lose, nigga. I'm just, I'm just tired. tired. Like, what you tired of? You tired of losing? You just fucking lost. That makes two of us. Whoa, whoa. Hey, you talking about? Uh, look, look, yo, <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> you know what I thought when he did this shit? Wait. <laughs> You know the little the videos where uh, the Planet of the Apes lean over and be like, <laughs> and whisper that nigga in. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> all in James Franco here with that bullshit. Yeah, like, that makes two of Dog. Oh, hey, shit. man. Um, here's the thing, y'all. So, look, this is serious. Here's, all right, let's get a little bit serious. Right? Okay. Um, How you feel like. You would feel as T or the sister or Mitchell or whatnot, because this is Meech's grandparents. Yeah. Like seeing this conversation play out about your loved ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that got to be a, a, a difficult thing to watch. I'm sure um, it's never fun to watch your parents argue, period. Um, never fun to recollect that shit. This is one of them things where I'm hoping like they weren't really privy to this shit and maybe it's something they just made or like maybe they knew that financial struggles had definitely caused a rift between their parents and maybe this part was dramatized. Because like they would have had interviews and talked with yeah. the mom and the dad yeah. and shit like that. So like 
Yeah. It's just interesting being that. Because I'm sure that's tough to watch, dog. So I didn't see my parents argue. Yeah. They argued out of our sight. Yeah. I mean, we found out later. (laughs) Yeah. Upstairs, the door closed. Yeah. But like being privy to two people arguing about the reason that y'all doing it, that, I mean, that takes some, a bit of, ref- like me watching in the audience about somebody who literally looks like your mother. To um, the T, man. And, and, and that gotta be something to, uh, well, you know what? When we sit down with T, I wanna ask him that. Yeah. Like, how um, does that feel? I, I definitely think that it's an opportunity for them to either get creative with these convos, or if they are really talking about some shit they had knowledge of, Get it out there. Maybe that's some shit that everybody just needed to fucking, like, release. But that's tough because, like, it was awkward as an audience member who ain't in y'all family just watching these two talk about the lack of intimacy in their relationship, right? Knowing that both of their stress is coming from some shit they don't really have. Well, they got some control over, but the finances, like. Y'all got the money. You could have been out of debt. The money is there. Neither one of y'all seem to be handling it correctly. She not paying the shit she's supposed to be paying. He buying shit he don't need to be buying. Because I'm still trying to figure out why they got four cars. Also, what I don't know is how involved that mom and dad was later on in the actual operation. Yeah. I just never... I know they got indicted. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that was because y'all was actually doing something. Yeah. Or if that was for to make... Because y'all was taking money. But what me said yeah. is... He took a plea because they were about to charge his parents. Yeah. And I took the plea. When I got there, y'all upped the sentence and gave me all this time. Yeah. But, like, were they actually involved? I wonder how that's going to play out in, the, the, in show. the show. Because yeah, yeah. all the documentaries and everything i ever seen, they don't never talk about the parents. Yeah. And if they were doing anything. I think, I feel like the dad has a little bit more out there about, about what his involvement might have been than the mom. Like, with mom, everything I've gathered kind of came more from, like, maybe just because she took money and had knowledge of, you know what I'm saying? But it sounded like Pops, I don't know what he was doing, but it sounded like he was at least involved in some manner enough mm-hmm. so because he right there on that fucking, that fed uh, list of pictures, nigga. It's Pops Flinnery right there. Moms ain't on that shit. But, um. But, I mean, if he is, yeah. then we know why. Yeah, yeah. Because at a certain point... Because when a woman yeah, gaslights uh, you into uh, thinking talk about that, you, a king. that you less than a man because yeah. you're not providing financially, even though you Yo. was taking all my money and not paying the bills, and you also opened up credit cards and doing all this wild shit. If your lady tell you, you so poor, you can't get her wet. Nigga. And everybody talking about you behind your back. Come basically. on, man. You mad because everybody know you a weak ass nigga. Come is on. What, you t- what I hear what you telling me that. And he like, yo, you mad because everybody know you a broke ass? Eh. And she like, nigga, that's not what everybody think. No, that's what you think. She like, that's what you think about yourself. He like, nah, that's what you think about you. They both gaslighted the shit out of each other. Let's just keep it a buck. Um, Gaslight means that uh, if you're telling the truth, you're not gaslighting. <laughs> When you when you, when somebody got a legitimate problem and you trying to make it seem like it's not yeah. one, that's your gaslight shit. When I say, "Yo, you shouldn't have bought our, you shouldn't have opened up a credit card in our daughter's name to buy clothes and shoes," that you, gaslighting is flipping that and saying, "But what about your porno magazine?" Wait, I didn't buy that with a Nicole credit card. I bought that with my six dollars. <laughs> also, didn't give us more debt when we don't have money right now. I ain't do. I just jacked off. I ain't do shit else. I'm. I'm also 
Though I may not be the best businessman, yeah. a horrible businessman, I'm literally trying to, to create a business so me and you can eat. Yeah. And so because I you keep you telling me I ain't shit. So I'm trying to, to prove I am shit. Yeah, I'm a little shit. Damn. She will not let that nigga be shit. But, um, yo, man, I don't. Oh, the other little part, just to continue to add to the narrative of K9. After Meech got the money in the hole set up in Cleveland, told Dog, yeah, my cousin gonna run this shit now. I'm gonna be back and I'm gonna kill your mama. Took the money back to K9 that he made. Met up at K9's spot. K9 told him, good job. Then he took him in the back and said, hey, nigga, found Dog who was shooting at us earlier, Cinderella. Had that nigga sprawled out on some fucking plastic, beat up, bleeding, looking like he was on his deathbed. Um, this is the second time that K9's done this with Meech specifically. I'm gonna show you what I do to niggas. Who come at me wrong. Actually, it's the third time because I killed the coach dead in front of you. Took a bitch lips off her. Took place. a bitch mouth off because she talked too much. And now I didn't just fucking showed you how I killed this nigga who just came and shot at us. Granted, valid for that third one. K9 needs to be locked underneath the jail. K9's an insane person. Anybody who can cut the lips off of a, a part like. A human. Come on, man. Yeah, she fine. Why you did that? Why you did that? Now you took her ass off. You could have worked something out. <laughs> You could have been like, hey, man, you talk oh, wow. too much. Don't talk to Meech like that. Because mm -hmm. if you do, we got to go on a date. And I'm going to make you <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Put something in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hold up. We might have one more voice note. D. Scott just hit us on also, Twitter. what do you think about the, 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 the Terry and Meech fight? Oh, at the, the uh, theater? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weak. I didn't, again, more unnecessary bickering between the like two of them. You so fucking butthurt that I quit on you for a minute that you won't even allow me to help fix. Cause yeah, your shit was a wrap, my nigga. Terry is like slowly but surely kind of stepping back into the game or trying to. Terry saved his life. Terry saved his life and his deal with K9 and the whole Cleveland cell. All that got saved. Fuck the deal. If you wouldn't have, if you wouldn't have, if you would have fucked up this money. And that work with a guy took, you're you know dead. What on, nigga. You're dead. But that's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, you just. Like, it'd be one thing if, if K9 was like, I just don't want to work with you no more. Yeah. Now you fucked the plug. You're dead. Yeah, nigga. You and your brother's plug. dead and your parents are dead. Man. Charles would have been like, finally, man. Let's put me out my misery, <laughs> dog. I'm sick of this shit. No, he'd have been like, I'm not down for them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, take that up. Just save me. <laughs> and Lucille. Oh, no. Me and what the whatever the daughter name is. Dog. Nicole ass. Me and um, Nicole. Everybody else can die. But the nigga was like, yo. Save my cars. I'm trying to start a business. <laughs> <laughs> Killed a little white bitch. We just hired her. The little driver bitch. Um, I think that fight at the end between the two of them was childish, man. And it's, you know, y'all at the movie theater. You taking Nicole and her friends to see Coming to America. Just have fun. Like, have Meech. Listen to your brother one time, nigga. God damn, dog. Like, again, we know that there's dramatization for TV, but I got to tell you, nigga, if their relationship has been like this for the whole time, like... It's a miracle. It's a miracle they got to however many millions and all that damn expansion they did because B this seems volatile as fuck. Oh, yes. Let's talk about B. Mickey real quick, man. Um, So even though he didn't give up Meech, he did give up a trap house. He tried to give up Meech. Yeah, yeah. Meech just didn't come Meech back there. to Ohio yeah. because yeah. of the shit up there. Yeah, He 100% tried to give up Meech. But beyond that, he also didn't bring the work that B. Mickey was supposed to bring 
And thank God Terry intercepted and jumped in there and did it on his own. But when Meech came back, he asked him, like, hey, nigga, what happened to you, dog? He was like, man, my bad. I got caught up. My mom took a turn. And Meech was like, damn, man, that's fucked up. How's she doing? I don't know. All right, man. Well, remember, you still got responsibilities over here, bro. Like, the game that we in right now, nigga, ain't but so many different ways I could look out for you, bro. Ain't no call-offs, nigga. Come on, dog. You on the clock. Come on, dog. Ain't no FMLA. And I appreciate what he said because we've been saying it since Powered uh, Iteration 1. Yo, nigga, at the end of the day, it's about communication. If y'all niggas can't do some shit you supposed to do, nigga, call me. These two weak ass niggas, man, we were just confused, man. Who we supposed to listen to? I ain't love that shit. Nigga, if, it, now, give more responsibility to B. Mickey. Yeah, that nigga like, nigga, B. Mickey, if I ain't around, y'all call B. Mickey. Fam, B. Mickey not around. <laughs> that was the problem. Neither one of you niggas was around, dog. Huh? Nigga, the police. Also that. Yo, man. Do you think B. Mickey got to get killed or, like, what? how B. Mickey going to get caught? What's going to be the thing that happened to B. Mickey, dog? Terry going to find it. Mm, I can see that. Didn't Terry? Terry was suspected of him the first time and was Season right. one, yep, yep. And he, he was like, yo, they fucking. Yeah, yeah. Like, Terry know what the time we know what time it is. He ain't love it, dog. And with reason, right? Like, Terry, similar to the little situation where B. Mickey couldn't take the packs to Cleveland. Terry got his, his eyes on shit, nigga. Like, He's a businessman. He's seeing the fucking whole floor, dog. Meech, salesman. Terry, logistics. You remember that convo uh, Meech had with K-9? And he asked that nigga, you know what the difference is between the best point guard in the world and the 10th best? Nigga was like, floor vision, nigga. Terry see the whole floor. I see what every nigga is doing, what they not doing, what they supposed to be doing. Meech see money and power, and he not catching the little shit. You not seeing that your man be Mickey, nothing to do with his mom? Something off with that nigga. He ain't sharp like he used to be. And if this your man's, like you say he is, and you said that's my mom, that's my mama too. Yep. Well, why don't you put her in a better facility, nigga? Yeah. Why it took for uh, Bryant to do that? Why Detective Bryant had to do that? And why you don't got no money? Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, this new detective chick. They trying to make her, like, I like her. I don't have no problem with her character, but they kind of, like, this week they showed her, like, having his back when they was in the motherfucking uh, little war room or whatever at the top. And then niggas was talking about the case, and that nigga was like, yeah, we got, uh, I got word from my source. And the other cop challenged him, like, well, are we sure that Meech is going to be there? He was like, yeah, my source said it. Well, how do you know your sources? And then she jumps in to have his back. Like, what you're not going to do is question the work of my partner. It's like, all right, bro. Your partner, I questioned him because he, Meech wasn't here. I mean, your source might have been your source, nigga, but Meech wasn't in the building. So um, it's questionable as fuck, nigga. Um, but I like her. She's cool. I'm not hating her character. I She's going to die. I, I feel like she has to die because they ain't making her important enough. Um, Clearly, uh, Steve's character doesn't die. Cause he arrested Yeah, well, yeah, he arrested them niggas in 05, so he's gonna be around a minute. Um and then we already talked about Lamar. I want them to I want them to move quickly past this Lamar thing. And I don't think they are. And that's gonna piss me off over the season, dog. Cause it's so off like when they them two episodes, the little Lamar part, he be on the screen twenty seconds. It feel like you're watching a whole different show, bro. 
I don't like it, dog. I don't like this nigga being in the rain. I don't like him choking up the one cop. How you had all that energy to jump on that nigga back and do that little UFC shit, but you couldn't walk down the block without falling? I don't get it, bro. Um. Oh, D. Scott got his voice now, then. Let's see what my nigga thought about this shit. How long ago did he get shot? Why he still bleeding? That's what I'm saying. It's been a long time, right? Fam, minimum. B. Mickey got a whole new haircut. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Oh, D. Scott sent in two voice notes. We got a part one and a part two. All right, let's see what this first one hit on. I don't know if we can culture. Hope I'm not too late with the voice note. Uh, I just want to talk about BMF real quick. Uh, it was an okay episode. It didn't really seem more like a mid-season kind of episode than a season premiere episode, but it was all right. Got you. Let's see. Oh, yeah, one more thing. My bad. I think the most unrealistic thing about this episode was uh, Meech's grandma spanking him because you let the real Meech tell it, and nobody ever hit him like that. <laughs> so I don't know, man. They may uh, dramatize it a little bit. <laughs> all right, later. Holy shit. That's that was funny. actually really fucking funny, man. Um, you know, at the beginning of every episode, it'd be like, yo, we changing it up. Yeah. But a lot of this shit really happened. Yeah. You got to take that last part out. Hey, man. That shit said, when me and Meech jumped in business together, I gave him my word. He gave me his. We shook on it. And then we took off. This is the most... What? It's like this is the random quote. Duh. Niggas took a sentence from the middle of a paragraph and was like, "Yo, this the quote." <laughs> yo, yo, man, yo. When me and Aunt recorded a pod, we turned the mics on yo. and we recorded a pod. I gave Jay my word I was gonna record this pod, and then we recorded a pod. Word it started. We talked and it ended. And then we took off. Rev run. Come on, nigga. <laughs> God is love. Hey, man. God is love. Ant and Jay. Um, good second episode. I still see them, like, building up to something, but it's kind of hard to grab, like, what they're building up to, man. Like, I'm, I, I want them to jump a little bit more into the direction of this expansion piece. Like, don't just show me Cleveland. Like, let's really fucking dive out there and start getting into these other cities. Stop giving me so much about mom and pops, bro. Like, I, I don't want to keep exploring that. Give me more about K-9 and Meech. When is Terry going to meet K-9, nigga, and really see that this nigga is a psychotic motherfucker we probably don't want to be working for, nigga. Like, I, I want to see this shit start to develop. Um, With Lamar, who the fuck Lamar coming back for? Yo. What up? Look at this motherfucking... <laughs> you see them four pictures? Oh, no. One. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Yo, man. I'm probably going to use that. The internet is a wild That place. first one of Pops is probably going to be the cover, nigga, because that hand on the hips is funny as fuck. Um, but look, man, y'all let us know what y'all thought about this week's episode of BMF. Let us know what y'all thought about the pod, man. Um, that nigga holding that bill. <laughs> that bill's a motherfucker, man. Because I can't believe you opened up a credit card in the cold name. God, this got to be the cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, man, hit us up. This Week in Culture across all the socials, man. Make sure y'all follow us. This Week in Culture pod at gmail.com. For any voice notes, man, y'all can send them there. Y'all can also DM us on the socials, man. But until next week, I'm Ant. That's Jay, episode 281. We out.